Welcome, everyone, to episode one of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Uh, today's topic, we are, well, I mean, it was Eric's uh, birthday slash anniversary last week, which I, which I talked about at the beginning of the episode. So for this week, we brought uh, a topic to discuss. You mean gifts. Uh, with Eric. Yeah, there are our birthday gifts to Eric. Um, <laughs> we only actually give him gifts on milestone birthdays, right? Yes. I think I feel like I I gifted Which I you a video gone. game. I'm for, gone. For, forty. I don't get anything yeah. for being forty except older. Older, yeah. We'll still be going. Forty-five is the last milestone. I always try to get you guys games on your birthdays, but this year I'm not doing it because I'm too poor. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But I think I did it last year. I'm forever. I'm too poor this year too. Far too poor. Um, but yeah, that's going to be our main topic. So we each, we each brought something uh, topic of discussion. Um. With the caveat that it had to be something we thought Eric would like, like giving him a gift. Oh. No. What? Well, Will wants to be antagonistic about it. <laughs> yeah. So I, we'll, so I brought... we'll probably pulled up some Life is Strange article. Why Life is Life is Strange is the best game ever made. No? I think you gave me an idea real quick, actually. I'm sure somebody's <laughs> written that article. Oh, definitely. Go to WordPress, Will. No, go to uh, Tumblr. Surely Tumblr. somebody put that on their Tumblr blog. So yeah. if you type why life is strange and then one of the top searches is the best game ever. <laughs> so because of, of nerds like you. Uh, yeah, all right. Go keep going. Let me uh, let me read a yeah. little bit here. Uh, anywho, so that that's our main topic. Does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Anything new that they played? Um, I played a very small amount of For Honor. Mm-hmm. Very small amount. Okay. Uh, but I'll talk a little bit about that. I meant to play more of it tonight, but you know what happens? Rocket League gets its, Rocket League. Gets its claws in you, <laughs> and there that goes. Sure. Uh, I played more of Last of Us Left Behind. Not new. New to me, but... Uh-huh. And I started Titanfall 2. Okay. Nice. Anyone else play anything new? I played some Fire Emblem uh, Heroes. Yeah. So I'll probably talk a little bit about that and my just horrid luck with that game. I'll I'll talk Fire Emblem Heroes too with you. I'll pay, I'll piggyback because um, I played quite a bit this past mm-hmm. week. So yeah, other than that, like I pretty much only play Fire Emblem and Clash Royale when I have Sorry. some free time. Mm-hmm. Corey, did you play anything new? Absolutely nothing. I nothing. I think the only thing I played this week at all was uh, Galaxy of Heroes. Okay. And a little Rocket League with Eric today. Sure. All right. Uh, well, let's get into the main topic, shall we? Hit it. Um, I think we'll start with Corey. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my, I fully intended to follow my own rule that it be something uh, video game related. Um, but I didn't really have much free time this week. 
So I sort of fell back on something else I uh, have been wanting to do for a while. And uh, I watch a ton of the episodes of The Office, as you guys do as well. Like, I think we all pretty much just have The Office on as ambiance a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, why don't I do something productive with all of The Office that I watch? (laughs) So I thought to myself, I'm like, well, what's something fun I could do? when I watched The Office, and it was come up with trivia questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So oh, I, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be so bad at this. That's okay. So what I thought would be fun to do is uh, we'll run through some, some trivia um, based on I watched one episode the other night, and I wrote down a bunch of questions I thought would make great trivia, uh, and we'll give Eric the first crack at all of the questions <laughs> since it's his birthday. I like that. I love this. Uh... That's good. Okay, let me find let me find the note. It's kind of unfortunate that um, you're starting with me and it's not video game related, but... That's fine. No, Corey, this is far more creative than anything I would have come up Fuck with. It. Oh, sure. Me too. I, I swear we, we do try to talk about video games on, on the podcast. <laughs> we do a pretty good job. So I've We've also... got 290 other episodes if you're interested. There you go, yeah. Um, so the episode I watched the other night that I created trivia for was Season 3's Episode 3 called The Negotiation, in which... Does, can anybody remember what that episode's about? I don't remember the t- names very well of the yeah. episodes. It's uh, when, when Daryl wants a raise. Um, uh, okay. He finds out that Michael's making only a little bit more than he is. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that was the episode. And I actually categorized them by difficulty. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I have 12 questions. Um, so the first one is a medium difficulty question, in my opinion. But as a group, we can revise the difficulty uh, for the master list of office, office trivia. So the first question, what does Roy yell when he storms into the office just before attempting to attack Jim? Memorable scene. Yeah. Medium difficulty question. Will, don't look it up. I already I know. know. Oh, you do know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like Will's going to run away with this contest. I don't know, Corey. I, I want to say something. Two words. Like Halpert. Okay. You yeah. got one of them. It's... Halpert. Ah. <sighs> uh. uh. Uh, I, I don't know. I gotta defer Ooh. the second the second word. That's uh, hey helper, right? It is, yeah. it is hey indeed. Halpert. Hey helper. That's right. Do you is that a medium difficulty question? You guys think? Yeah. I, I yeah. I'd rank e- it easy or medium. Okay. Yeah, because I actually knew that one. Oh, you did know? Yeah, okay. I've no. I probably watched the least out of all of us, but. Okay, I this, remember that one. This next one I categorized as hard, um, <laughs> although to some people that have that weird kind of memory, it might be an easy one. For how many years does Dwight claim he has been bringing pepper spray into the office? Oh, that's a good one. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna toss a guess out there. Let's go with like eleven. Okay, Will, do you know offhand? Isn't it for like? For like seven years or something like that. Close. Dan? Eight. It is eight. Ah! Process of elimination. It was a lucky guess. Eight years Dwight has been bringing pepper spray into the office. 
All right. This next one I categorized as easy. What does Jan tell Michael about yeppers? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I don't know. Did you say this was an easy one? I thought it was, but I could be wrong. I imagine she said something about it being childish, but I, I have got, no idea. She goes, what did I tell you about yeppers? That's all I remember about it. And he goes, to not say it. She said, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is it. Not to say it. Okay. Not say yeppers. <laughs> that's a trick question. Do you think that's oh. an easy one, Will? Yeah. Well, a lot of these, I like seen these episodes literally so many times and talk right. about The Office probably every day. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I have I, a pretty good memory with all of this. Obviously, for people who have like only seen every episode once, all of these questions would be extremely difficult. But I think it's, it's more targeted towards people who have watched multiple episodes, like us. Yeah, I've watched through that fucking show nine or ten times. I just don't. Nothing sinks in. Honestly, I like don't. Most things in life. I think like. In doing this, only the easy ones I would know off the top of my head. Mm. Um, that's why I put them as easy. The other ones, I don't think I'd have any idea. Medium difficulty. What reason does Dwight give Jim for his protecting him from Roy? Because that's uh, he's like a uh, volunteer cop or whatever. Yeah. I'll give you credit for that. You, it, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. yep. His actual <laughs> phraseology. Go ahead, Will, if you can be more specific. He's... He said something that he saw a uh, perpetrator breaking the law, so he inter- interceded or whatever. Exactly. Intervened. Yep. Intervened. <laughs> he says, I think the exact quote was, I saw someone breaking the law, so I interceded. Yeah. Interceded. <laughs> Medium difficulty. Yes. This one requires a little bit of a logic leap, but you might be able to get it. How does Michael establish a dominant physical position while negotiating a raise with Daryl? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and he actually uses he says I'm establishing a dominant physical position like that's his choice of words um I don't know I'd say he gets on a desk <laughs> no he, I have no fucking idea uh, okay doesn't he lean back and kind of whisper <laughs> that's exactly it that's and right. he whispers, okay. you make a very compelling argument, <laughs> like, eight different times. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, Which, uh, this is a hard one. Which company made Michael's ladies suit? Uh, <laughs> I know this one, too. <laughs> I have no idea. Go ahead, Will. Mysterious? It is mysterious. <laughs> Will, what the fuck? <laughs> you should go to, like, bar trivia, oh. my word. We should just have Allison and Will like a on and just do the office trivia against each other because I think she would be good at this too. She is. Well, when uh, Quiz Up had the office category, it was one of my best categories. Oh, really? Yeah, I this one. Yeah, I was like, I won a ton of games with this one. Medium difficulty. When Michael is wearing the women's suit from Mysterious, which famous politician did Daryl say he looked like? I know this one. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> this I think most people would get that without watching The Office. Yeah. yeah. Well, I threw in uh, Famous Politician. Maybe I'll take that part yeah. out. Do you think I should take that part out? No. Which, uh, leave which, it Famous Politician. Say which politician. Take Famous out. Okay. 
All right. Easy. At the time, I think it was easy, but maybe now not so much. Michael claims that you can't put a price tag on which of his Dunder Mifflin regional manager perks. <laughs> uh, his parking spot. No. Is that what it was? Nope. Ah. Nope. It's not the Sebring company convertible? Car. Not the it's, company car. I think he mentions the uh, Sebring, but that's... Those are the first two that came to mind. I don't it's, know. It's the $100 gas card. It is the $100 gas card. <laughs> Can't put a price tag on it. Oh, God. All right. Four more quick ones. Medium. Which employee does Jan say Michael should bring with him to New York to negotiate his salary? I know this one. I mean, I would, I would say Jim. Yeah. I don't know. Dan? It's it's Michael's favorite uh fellow Dunder Mifflin employee. It is. Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Toby. Toby, yeah. Oh. In the he's, fo- he's, he, he's the HR rep. Yep. Uh, okay. And the follow up <laughs> is who does Michael actually bring with him? <laughs> to New York? Doesn't he bring Oscar? Nope. No. He what? brings Daryl. He brings Daryl and Toby. <laughs> yeah. Daryl and Toby. Okay. I don't fucking remember anything. All right. Hard they, one. They all they all cram into into Daryl's truck. Yeah. Right. Three in the front. <laughs> okay. Yep. Hard one. Which celebrity does Michael compare Jan's assistant Hunter to? Hmm. I want to say Justin Bieber, but I don't think that's right. I don't know mm. who else would be. I'm just going to say Justin Bieber. It's a hard one. Will? I th- isn't it James Vanderbeek? It is James Vanderbeek. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of my other favorite shows, Boston's <laughs> Creek. Easy one. What does Michael threaten to take away from Jan if she does not give him the raise he wants? Sex. It is sex. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and the last one is a hard one. Andy claims that he graduated the same way from anger management as he did from Cornell. Which way was this? <laughs> I don't know. You On time. The hard one? On time. On time. <laughs> That's it. Ah, nice, nice questions, Corey. All right. That was a nice change of pace. That was. I something, love that. Something a little different. But I want to start doing that like every time I sit down to watch an episode, like just come up with these these trivia questions. Yeah, that's that's good. Do it and text them to me. It could it could be a new uh, a new segment. Yeah. We'll just have to figure out a way to tie it into video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just toss it at the end of the episode. It can always just be part of your week, Corey. That, yeah, there you go. Have a couple Corey's of office trivia office, questions. Uh, trivia. Yeah, I like it. Okay. That was awesome. Anything else, Corey? No. Nope. Okay. Happy birthday, Eric. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks for making me look stupid. No. They... If Will wasn't so fucking photographic memory. <laughs> Unbelievable. Will the Sponge Mirtha. It's That show changed my life. Yes, sure. Will, go ahead. Yes. All right, Eric, I'm going to give you the option to pick. Okay. Would you like to talk about Call of Duty or read the Xbox One forum of why Life is Strange is the best video game ever? Oh, that's a good question. 
Let's, uh, I think life is strange. Okay. Let's, let's read over the forums. Okay, so I'm going to read the initial post. Did I pick the right one? Uh, I have very little prepared for this one, so we're going to find out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so the initial post is, Hi, I don't know if the mods will let me post this, but I needed to voice my opinion. I just finished the game Life is Strange, and I have to say, it's by far the best video game I have ever played in my entire life. And I've played a lot of games. Honestly, I thought nothing could stand up to Knights of the Old Republic, but I was wrong. A couple weeks ago, someone else posted about this game, and on a whim, I went and bought it. Please to anyone reading this, go buy this game. Play it. I think it's something that needs to be experienced. It captures the essence of what it means to be a human. Sorry if I sound really, really cheesy. Normally, I would never write something like this, but I had to. Play this game for yourself. I promise it won't disappoint. Too long didn't read. Buy Life is Strange and play it. The experience you won't forget. Hmm. Mm. So the top two on there. No, well, you didn't give us any deets. So the top comment is somebody said, people at my work thought I broke up with my girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. I just finished playing Life is Strange. It took me a month <laughs> to get over it. Mm. You just sound um, like a big Nancy foo-foo. Now, ooh, this is rough. Everybody's just agreeing. No, there's no dissenters. All right, let's go to Call of Duty. Switch it up. Go. All right, Call of Duty. So, in a recent earnings report, Activision talked about Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, saying it didn't resonate with fans, and it had, I wouldn't say poor sales figures, but by Call of Duty standard, it was poor sales figures. Um, so, they said they're gonna, they want to go back to their roots. Um, the next game is going to be Sledgehammer. So, recently, I think it was two days ago, that there was a rumor going around that the next Call of Duty is going to be set in Vietnam. Yeah, I don't think um, that's a rumor. Is that definitely confirmed at this point? I think it was. Okay, because I Googled it, and I just saw new Call of Duty 2017, and it was rumor Call of Duty next installment, Vietnam. Yeah. I, I feel like wherever I saw that, uh, it seemed like a legit thing. Maybe not. Well, Maybe I mean, these leaks, these leaks are usually pretty accurate. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... I guess the reasoning behind this is when uh, Call of Duty wanted to switch up their formula a little bit, they had Sledgehammer develop a uh, third-person shooter. And what it was was set during Vietnam. So I guess now they're going to have them use some of the assets to make that into a first-person shooter. Mm. Now, Eric, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. What do you think about Call of Duty going... Because you were a big fan of Infinite Warfare. Well, I don't want to say big fan, but you really liked the campaign. You said it was really good. Um, Now, do you think that the future setting for Call of Duty was something that they should have stuck with, or do you think it's tired and done with and they should go back to, like, Vietnam? Uh, I think first-person shooters in general are pretty tired, mm-hmm. regardless of the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlefield 1 I thought was really good, but, I, man, I don't know. I definitely wouldn't have stuck with the future setting if I was mm-hmm. them, so I think that was probably a good decision. Yeah. But to me, I don't know. First-person shooters and, and video games in general are just getting a little bit stale. Now, in my opinion, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's my bias towards it, I don't really like Vietnam that much as a timepiece. And I think it's because of Black Ops 1. Because we kind of got a taste of that already. I mean, I do, I do prefer that setting to the future stuff. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not big into sci-fi, so for me personally, I would prefer that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, God. I, I think that's why I, I won't buy it, but <laughs> I think that's why it didn't resonate with with the fans. I don't. I think a lot of them aren't into into sci-fi. You know, you kind of have to be into sci-fi to to be into what's going on on it. On it, you know. Which is weird because I'm not into sci-fi, and I thought it was really cool. Right. Well, it, it's but, weird. but a lot of people don't play it for the campaign. Yeah. You know, no, no, one, no one plays the campaign really. That that's actually giving me my point. It's weird because everybody that has played the campaign has all said it's really good. Um, and it's weird for me to see Activision say it's not resonating with fans when I've seen it get talked about in a pretty, you know, positive light. Because a lot of the Call of Duty campaigns aren't great. So, like, everybody's saying this one's pretty good. Well, I mean, well, I guess we just have to examine the multiplayer about it. Like, what's different about the multiplayer that it wouldn't have resonated with fans? Is there that much different, like, as compared to uh, modern day Warfare 1? I don't know because I, I didn't touch it and I haven't in a while. It's well, more like a Titanfall. Well, that well, that's what Wait. that's what I was gonna say. Is it more that it's the outlandish weapons and stuff that that they're using in in the game that people don't like? Like I, I mean, like I see some of the gameplay elements and it's not that much different from what's popular, like Titanfall Two, like the movement mechanics. Like everybody praises Titanfall Two for the movement mechanics, but Call of Duty is kind of doing the same thing, and everyone says that it sucks. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just like the Call of Duty bias that like everybody's just hating on Call of Duty because Call of Duty or if it's like, you know, or, or if the gameplay is just stale. But I don't think it's that stale. I don't know. I didn't play it, so I don't really know. I'm just kind of guessing. I don't know. For the, the first person shooter campaign doesn't really do much for me anymore. Yeah. They're all just kind of going through different areas, chasing a bad guy and... Yeah, you probably kill him at the end. That that's why I really I really have to be interested in the setting and what's going on in the story for me yeah. to continue playing through a first person shooter campaign. You know, right? Or I mean, a game like Doom, it's more the crazy action that right. keeps you into it. Than, yeah, and that's that's different than yeah. than just your regular run of the mill. It plays way differently than than any oh, yeah. any shooter that I've played in recent memory. You know. The way that's you kill what I like things, about it. The way you get your health back up, everything's yeah. different. The, Moving the around, music, the flow of just... combat. Doom as a package is just different and kind of a breath of fresh air. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's almost like a dance more than a. Yeah. You know, because like as I talked about rhythm. It. Yeah, exactly. I talked about it before, but um, what was really hard for me when I first started playing Doom was to not hide behind something and just shoot the bad guys. Cause you, you can't do that. You're sitting mm-hmm. duck. You got to move around and flow from bad guy to bad guy and jump around. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a dance more than, than a first person shooter, you know? Yeah. In my opinion, I sort of think infinite warfare got hated on unnecessarily. Like, is it so bad that it's the most disliked game trailer? Like, they just need to stop. It, it, they need to stop coming out with one every year. I agree. I mean, I think the best thing for Assassin's Creed was they didn't release yeah. one last year. Yeah, take a break. Is there going to be one this year? I'm assuming, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah. Because like now, I'm a little bit more interested in what the next Assassin's Creed is going to be. Well, yeah, because you know they've spent. I mean, I know they wrote that that Call of Duty rotates among three developers, but still, like it's I don't know every year. It's I I feel the same way about that as I do like sports games coming out yeah. every single year. I, minor with minor changes. Yeah. And like 
all of the time periods for the games are starting to like overlap. <laughs> well, there's only for the there's only so much. Yeah, there's only so much time period you have where uh, guns were the primary weapon in yeah. warfare. You know, there's not a huge amount of time. And in my opinion, like everybody said, uh, World War One wouldn't work because all it was was trench warfare, and the guns weren't interesting, and so on yeah. and so forth. But Battlefield One did it perfectly. Well, they, I, mean, I don't know that the combat was realistic in I mean, in Battlefield One, but I mean, it's not they, going to be. No, they 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 made the setting, they made the the gameplay work with the setting, you know. Exactly. Because uh, a lot of like the biggest complaints, a lot of people are like the guns won't work, but they very clearly work in Battlefield. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean it's not it's not it was never meant to be, nor is it a realistic World War One sim. Exactly. You know. Well, Battlefield slower than yeah. Call of Duty or Titanfall anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. I just worry like a lot of people within these next coming Call of Duties are gonna be so used to how they played that going back they're gonna be like, Oh, it's so slow, it's not good. Because then like that only annoys me because everybody complained about the new, the future games and now everybody's gonna be complaining about the past games. It's gonna be something like gamers are just never pleased. Right. That's that for bo- damn sure. That <laughs> bothers me because nobody's ever happy with anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Life is strange, best game. <laughs> I wish I got better stuff for that. What about uh what if, what if Call of Duty maybe this is a little offensive to say, but what if Call of Duty really mixed it up and did one of those like really one sided wars like the Spanish conquistadors coming to America and just like demolishing natives? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. insensitive. Like, well, I, you know what I mean, but like, it almost be like uh, Dynasty Warriors, but as a with a guns, like as a shooter. Well, you could do like massacring the, you natives. Could, you could do like the for, the Gulf Wars in a, in a video game. I think what was that? Wasn't that the setting for um, uh, Spec Ops: The Line? That that mm-hmm. sort of thing. The very one sided. Is that kind of what you're talking about, Corey? Yeah, that's that's less one sided though in the gameplay and more like the uh, idea of war. You know, that's it right. sort of explores like the effects of what you're doing on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't played that yet. I want to, but 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 that's kind of what I mean. Like that one, very it was a very one sided conflict. You know, right? But Especially I think the first Gulf War. I also think a game like Spec Ops: The Line can only be made once. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Plus, a lot of the like the Gulf War was it was mechanized. You know, it was a lot of tanks and helicopters and and uh, fighter jets and bombardments from the from the water. What about Call of Duty oh. Middle Ages, where you play like a crossbowman? <laughs> I That'd thought be, of that. That'd that would be, be cool. Right. People would hate it, though. I are guarantee you sure people, people would hate, hate it? it. I don't yeah. know if people would. Have. I think people are ready for a change. Yeah, I think critically, something like that would be very well received. Yeah. Um, I mean, even like I said, even if they kind of change the setting to fit the gameplay a little bit, like you could have automatic crossbows or whatever, what have you. you Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, even like a like an alternate uh, history kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that would would be cool. I'd be into that. Like a like a Wolfenstein. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, or uh, Van Helsing. Yeah, you know that kind of without the supernatural stuff. Just the sure. I, th- I think there's a lot of things they could do. They're just afraid to. I don't know if they're afraid to. I just don't think they need to. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's sales wise. You know. Yeah. Like why why take a risk until you have to? Right. Until like until I, the wallet says you need to. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like by Call of Duty standards, the last one sold poorly, but still sold a boatload of copies. Yeah. yeah. So what would be your guys' recommendation then? Not like I'm with you, Eric. I just over the shooters as they are these days. Um, but like if I was sitting in that office with the Activision team and they're like, okay, Treyarch or whoever's making Call of Duty these days, where are we Sledge going? Hammer. Where are we going next? Like what would I be think your the, al- the alternate, alternate history alternate like you history. were talking about is probably yep. the That's the, the route I would route. go to. Yep. Yeah, like a, like, like the Wolfenstein type of thing. Yeah. Even if you took it all the way to modern days, you know, one of the if the Nazis had won World War Two type of thing, or maybe maybe the Soviets won the Cold War, something like that, you know. Yeah, and also keep all the supernatural <laughs> shit out of it too. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you on that. Highly recommend that. I Dan, I agree with you. I don't think they'd be able to pull off the Nazis winning World War Two uh, because Wolfenstein did that, and everybody would go insane over it. But I think the Russians winning the Cold War would be yeah. A really yeah, good maybe, idea. Maybe the the U.S. collapsed and and the Soviet Union yeah. know, lived on. Oh, well, like Homefront. That'd be awesome. That what happened? That was yeah, Korea. That was Korea. Oh, North, North Korea. Whatever. Right? Commie Reds. <laughs> I think we came up with a good idea for Call of Duty. We should write in. There's so there's so much good well, like, source material when it comes to alternate history too. You know. Yeah, they could even tap into like a writer who yeah. writes alternate history, and have them like pe- maybe pen the campaign or something. Mm-hmm. They would never do that, like Eric said. They don't need to, but I just they think... should just <clears throat> go ahead. Will I was gonna say they should just go to the writing prompt subreddit and post that that idea and just see what people come up with. Yeah, yeah. and then steal the idea exactly. That's how it works nowadays. <laughs> You're you're crowdsourcing your ideas. That's what you're doing. Call of Duty for me has gotten so far away from what it stood for originally. I don't know because I like you watch like Saving Private Ryan. Uh, I was actually watching something on YouTube talking about like trivia about Saving Private Ryan and stuff like that. And I remember like the first time I watched that movie and how the feeling of playing games like Medal of Honor and Call of Duty. Granted, it's a video game and you're massacring people, but you still get that sense of of duty, you know? And the further Call of Duty got away from that with the advanced warfare and just like just crazy over the top AAA blockbustery stuff, I feel like it lost a little bit of itself in doing that. Oh, yeah. It's just silly now. Yeah. It's, It's Michael Bay versus, you know. Who did Saving Private Ryan? Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I guess that's a bad yeah. comparison, but you know what I mean. Sure. It doesn't really mean My, anything it, anymore. It's, it's just Michael Bay shitty action game. movie. Yeah. To something that's a little more well thought out. Yeah. Something with the rock in it. Yeah. And like a <laughs> solo, like a, a solo trumpet before you go into the mission. You know. Yeah. yeah. I think we cracked the code. Yep. Solved it. Anyway, anything else? Will? no. Nah. Okay. Um, my topic of discussion, and I think this is long overdue. I've been <laughs> wanting to do a spoiler-filled discussion about the ending of The Last of Us for a while now. 
I, right. can, can we? I mean, at this point, of course I we would, can. It's been it, plenty long I, enough. That's it's what Eric's I was hoping birthday. you'd say. Come on, that's what I was hoping it. you'd say. Because you don't I want to listen to it. Turn it the fuck off. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I don't know. We'll probably be talking about this for another fifteen or twenty minutes. I, I think, wish I was but... prepared for this. Yeah, There's me no too. Reason. I would. I would have watched like a a recap. It's been a it's been a while. Um. Well, I I, I wanted to start by saying like I, I think I talked when I talked about it after I played it. I thought the ending was a tad anticlimactic because I think my favorite part was um, the and again, spoilers. I shouldn't have to talk, say that again, but my favorite part of the whole game was when Joel was sa- uh, saving Ellie from the cannibals. You guys remember that? Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll back up a little bit. Okay. So uh, Ellie, it was, it was after Joel fell on the rebar and got hurt. Okay. Ellie nursed him back to health. Um, but in the meantime, when he was still like kind of unconscious, she gets captured by cannibals and they take her back to the back to their camp. It's it's winter time and there's a lot of snow and stuff blowing. I remember winter, but I don't remember yeah. the cannibals. Yep. And in the meantime, uh, Joel wakes up and he gets really pissed off and uh, he goes and saves Ellie from the cannibals, tracks him down, murders a bunch of people. Um that was my favorite part of the whole game. I, I absolutely adored all that stuff. It was really fun. Um, and then the end, the the ending, if you remember. Uh, so Joel and Ellie, Ellie get to the the camp where the fireflies are. Mm-hmm. The fireflies take her away, and then Joel and the the woman leader of the fireflies, mm-hmm. uh, they did somehow in in conversation. I don't remember exactly how it goes, but they they realize that Joel realizes that they have they're going to kill Ellie to cure the what have you uh, and that's when joel goes berserk and starts killing all the fireflies to rescue ellie um and one of the things that was frustrating for me because i d- actually did a ton of reading on the ending of it one of the things that was frustrating for me was a lot of people uh were horrified that they were massacring that joel massacred the fireflies and killed the doctors that were ready to um operate on ellie and a lot of people thought that you you shouldn't have had to do that that you should have just been able to let Ellie get get killed to save quote unquote humanity from uh, from the virus or whatever. Everybody wants a choice. Well, not just that, but uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, like I said, were were horrified that Joel would have the audacity to kill all the um, all the fireflies. Now, but I, I know for I know for me, like uh, what what frustrated me was that as Joel, like. Ellie went through a living nightmare trying to keep Joel alive. So I, I feel like he, at, ver- at the very least, even if he didn't necessarily feel like uh, she was a p- replacement for, for his daughter, uh, he, at the very least, owed her, you know, saving her life. Um, so that that's my thoughts, the uh, basic thoughts. I mean, what did you, what did you guys think about uh, the, I, I should have warned you guys about it. Yeah, I would have been a little, a little more prepared. Can you back up just slightly when the part where you said uh, Joel owed Ellie that? I, I thought so. Okay. I thought so. Life for a life. Uh, because, um, like I said, uh, Ellie went through a lot to, to keep Joel alive when he was injured. I think she went and got him like medication and, and fed him to keep him alive. He was he was unconscious for uh, it seemed like a very long time in the game. Yeah. A lot so of that she, was in left behind. Yeah. Was it? Yep. OK. Yeah. She she had a had a, a hell of a time trying to keep him alive. So I feel like at the very least, especially uh, you weren't given an indication that 
the Fireflies were letting Ellie know that she was going to her death. Right. Uh, I think that's what ultimately sets Joel off is that she, you know, he didn't know that they needed to kill her and she didn't know that they needed to kill her. They were just, you know, taking her. And and I got the impression throughout the entire game that Joel uh, doesn't like and doesn't trust the Fireflies necessarily. No, uh, he doesn't. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember he, exactly. I don't think he trusts anybody. Yeah. Well, I, I don't remember exactly why that is. But I mean, another thing, too, is, you know, uh, I think Joel realizes that it's humanity's like kind of done at that point. You know, he just got done saving Ellie from cannibals. Like if they were the fireflies were actually trying to save humanity. Is that who they are trying to save, too? Or were they just going to help themselves? You know, because I, I don't remember the name of the like militaristic faction in that game. But, you know, would the fireflies give the the quote unquote cure to them, too? Like, I don't know. And we're never really sure if it's actually going to cure anything. Well, that that was that was my thought too. And and what are the credentials of these doctors? You know, it could it could have been like, uh, uh, you know, someone uh, a volunteer EMT. You know, someone who had no business because they were they were exactly they were they're they were going to remove her brain. Like that's what they were just going to take her up and take her brain out. I put myself in his position. I'm drinking yeah. my mocha that he. <laughs> likes to drink every day black coffee um sure. and if it was somebody like that like anybody i cared about that was gonna happen to you better believe i would do the same thing yeah. regardless I'm well selfish. that's what i yeah, thought especially it... when you've been on like such a long yeah journey journey with somebody and gone through all that after what joel went through at the beginning of the game yeah you know i really thought that you know she was a replacement basically for his daughter and you know the the relationship between the two of them grew over the game. Yeah. Um. So I think it was it was a combination of the of the both, but I think yeah. it was more, um, his feelings for her as his daughter. Yeah. Basically, replacement daughter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was re- like I said, I read a ton about the ending and stuff, and uh, I was shocked at how many people like felt bad about killing all the fireflies who were quote unquote trying to help humanity. That's crazy. And any any time there was one other person that felt the same way about the ending that I did that didn't feel the slightest bit of sympathy for the fireflies or the or the doctors, uh, and everyone called him a sociopath. I was like, well, thanks. Oh, I mean, they can sit there and say like that was the right thing to do, but if they were actually in the position, I highly doubt any of them would have done the same. Well, that's right. that. Somebody that you care you cared about, and you went through all this stuff after everything that had happened to him, and he clearly thought of her as like a daughter at yeah. that point like yeah you're gonna tell me that if that was your daughter you'd just be like oh fuck it you better go save all these jackass cannibals and yep. military guys that have been trying to kill me for the last however long at taker it's fine <laughs> just just give me my money i'll i'll be i'll i'll show yeah. myself out the door i'll bounce yeah that just, that was shocking to me and it was comment after comment after comment like oh my god, I didn't want to have to kill the doctors at the end. Like, I felt so bad. Like, Ellie was the key to saving humanity, and I was like, no, humanity's already gone. Like, it's over. Humanity's already screwed. It's over. It was was never actually confirmed that it would 100% save people. It was like, ah, maybe. Why why are you going to spare your your daughter for, for a shot in the dark? Yeah. You know? That that was nobody you give a shit about. Yeah. Was it was it ex- ever explicitly stated or shown in any way that they were were going to kill her? Yeah, they were gonna they were taking her up to the operating table to take out her brain. Okay. Yeah, out of her head. I don't remember. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, 
that specifically was what they were going to do. And and my thought too was how do, like how do the, you I never got the impression that that was definitely going to help, you know, why not run blood tests, you know, take some blood and see like he would have probably been fine with that, you know. Take some of her blood, run some tests, you know, do things in a lab before you just just kill her, you Yeah. Know? I mean, I I took it I took it as as almost the selfish choice for Joel. I know. Um, well, I think like like Eric said, like that was the closest thing he had to family at the yeah. end of the game. He built that relationship with her, and she was so precious to him, he wasn't willing to risk it. Right. And I don't. The, I don't, I don't even know if I say selfish. I wouldn't say selfish. I don't feel like selfish is always a bad thing. Yeah. And I don't think this in this case. If I was to describe that as selfish, I wouldn't just say that in a negative way. No, right. don't get me wrong. I don't mean like yeah. like selfish, like, oh, he shouldn't have done that. I mean, like, yeah. he, he chose his relationship over something that he might have sniffed a rat out of. You know, like, this yeah. might yeah. not go as planned. Like, Ellie's more important to me than the upside, which could be nothing. Right. right. Why At that point, like Dan said, with, with the way things were, like, who even cares if you live at that point? Yeah. But you may as well try and live with the one person you give a fuck about. Yeah. yeah. And I really felt, too, like the, the Fireflies weren't going to, quote-unquote, save humanity. They were no. going to bolster their faction Absolutely. and wipe out everybody else. That's 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 the impression that I got, anyway. So uh, I wish I was surprised by people's reaction, Dan. <laughs> I don't know. I was just shocked how many people felt bad about doing that. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it seems, and, and what, that's what I liked about the ending, though, is it wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't the cinematic ending that people were looking for. Oh, I think we talked about that because right. I, I did feel, I did feel like it was a cinematic ending. Yeah, we definitely yeah, disagree. Corey and on I that. agreed on this, and okay. yeah, you took the opposing view. I, yeah, I, I think the thing you're bringing up right here confirms what Corey and I said. Why? Because I people thought that the cinematic ending, or wait. I'm sorry. The cinematic ending would have been them saving humanity. Is it, whose side is that? I think it's That's... in between both sides, honestly. Because okay. I, I don't think either of um, him turning Ellie over and her dying or him disappearing with her like he did. I don't think either of those are necessarily cinematic. Um, when I say cinematic, I mean like the happy Hollywood ending that oh, traditionally that's, that's... traditionally you get in films. Yeah, um, that's that's what that's what our argument was about the first time around when we talked about this. Right. Right. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm bringing because it up. I, I felt I felt like that was the happy ending. OK, I didn't see it that Joel way at all. Taking, Joel taking Ellie. Yeah, Joel saving Ellie and, and getting, you know, piecing out, getting out uh, of Dodge. I could definitely I could, see that. I could see both sides, but I think for the majority of people, the happy ending would have been humanity. Yeah, and I but think what you you bringing this up is, is kind of proof of that. But yeah. I think I think there's. The third ending, which we haven't really discussed yet, that would be that cinematic ending. I think Joel would come up with another way to use Ellie to save the universe and save her at the same time. That would be yeah. the the ending I would hate, but yeah. the cinematic <laughs> which ending. Which is why I don't want another game. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking leave it. I like that that it was left like that. Like I, th- I think the last scene was them driving off and him saying, like, oh, it didn't work out. And like that was the ending, right? That's perfect. Yeah, I think yeah. that's awesome. I really do. Because now they're just gonna go try and scrape, and they'll probably die. Yeah. And yep. that's, that's it. And that's how it should end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've been wanting to talk about that for a while. I thought we would do an episode on it, but I figured it, would, it was good to but talk about But you didn't like here. the ending, right, Dan? Isn't that... Uh, I thought it was a little bit anticlimactic, like I said, okay. because my favorite part was with the cannibals. Yeah. You think that so, was anticlimactic, Dan? You ought to go play Uncharted. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, I was just... Like, everything was so tense during that cannibal part. And then I, th- I thought the, just the way the, the game ended. Like I said, I wasn't... I, I felt like I was on a mission as Joel to just, you know, to save ellie at the at the very end so Mm -hmm. it might have just been it might have just been timing of things too like there might have been extenuating circumstances that made me feel that way i don't remember now but yeah this segment has showed that we're all sociopaths then apparently so be it (laughs) yeah as beardless says in the chat spoken like a true sociopath as beardless says in the chat no nothing can be ambiguous eric nothing it's it's true uh, I hate that. Uh, drives me nuts. Well, listen, it's if like it wasn't with music, like when you play that chord, uh, you hear you hear like a chord on a piano that gives you like that unsettling feeling because it yeah. hasn't like closed on a good note. Yeah. Sometimes that's good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to be uneasy. Uh huh. I'll tell you where one situation where it's not good. And that's the ending of Mass Effect 3. Ah, see. That's an example of where... I wouldn't know. <laughs> I think Corey disagrees with us on this, Dan, but the Mass Effect 3 ending could have been way better. Yeah. You guys. I don't know. I got to take Corey's side here. <laughs> Corey, what was good about it? So first of all... Well, I... Okay, go ahead, Dan. Let's have this discussion after I finish Mass Effect 3 again. We will have the discussion. Uh, yeah, because I'll yeah, have played everything nice. like back to back to back pretty much. It'll be fresh. The only difference here is I actually liked how they uh, went back afterwards and, and explained things uh, with their with their patch for the end. No, that explained That's nothing. Silly, the patch. Yeah, it, it just t- t- tells you what happens with all the characters. That's after, them giving after, in. After. That Yeah, I, I like that, though. No, they could thought oh, it, it made it better for me. Go ahead, Will. They, all they were talked about was, oh, the races banded together and built a new mass relay. Whoa. I don't remember. It's been a long time. So That's I, all I, it I just, said. I just remember being slightly more satisfied after seeing that than the original ending. Although I will admit I do have a bias because I was really huge into the indoctrination theory and they yeah. had that on a silver platter mm. and they just... They're like, nope, that's not the case. If um, in the chat says... Uh, that the, the ending to Mass Effect 3 would could never have been satisfying. Satisfying. I, I kind of agree with that, actually. If yeah. the indoctrination theory was true, I think that would have been one of my favorite video game endings. Well, but, it's, yeah. And it's not not true. I, I think no matter what happened, like there's going to be lots of unhappy people because just because of how dear to a lot of people that series is. you know. Now, Corey, I think I want to say Bioware confirmed that the indoctrination theory was not they true. Did. They did confirm it was not true. They're indoctrinated, man. Of course Whoa. they'd say that. There you go. That's what they want us to believe. No, I, I just sociopath, Corey. I just think, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's fun that like, I don't know. I don't. I, first of all, if they did, I don't like the fact that they they came out and said that. But like, it's still fun that we can still like talk about it and have a conversation. We had a whole hangover episode about the indoctrination theory. Yeah, which was awesome. Which was really really entertaining and fun. And I just yeah. I love that. Th- that the game 
maybe not intentionally, maybe intentionally. I think there is some evidence that they tried to hint at it a little bit, right? There's some, oh, there's some stuff was... that's too cute that like they couldn't have done by mistake or by accident. There, there was three hour videos explaining why that that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I but I feel that's a fan creation though, the indoctrination theory. Like it's just what people surmise from little hints in the game. Yeah. Um, well, some of it's just I, too cute. Like definitely, it can't all happen by accident. I don't know. And and like I don't even hate. I pretty much hate the ending cinematic that happened. Like, I liked talking to the star child at the end and talking about everything. I thought that was really well done. It was just like when you finally made your decision in the ending cinematic was and that was different, and like different color explosion. Yeah. And like the end showed Shepard breathing. And then like that was that like Not literally everybody. I mean, here we are talking about how things should be ambiguous, and here I am complaining that the Mass Effect ending was too ambiguous. So maybe I should shut up. Yeah. I don't know. Like Come on. The, the way <laughs> that up. game, the way that game set up, it was just they couldn't do ambiguous. They just couldn't. I just wanted the indoctrination theory. If they said that, that was true, yeah. well, I need that. Uh, yeah, I need. Yeah, especially with how much time I put into that series. Well, to, I mean, I think to build Beardless's point in the chat that it, the ending was never going to be satisfying, I think people um, expected, maybe fairly so, that all the decisions they were making along the way would culminate in some sort of really unique uh, ending to them and their experience, and, and that's not what happened. Uh, yeah. I didn't have that expectation, so maybe that's why I wasn't as bothered by it. But... Yeah, that could be, because you know what? One of the things I did when I played the game is I had, especially like starting with Mass Effect 1 all the way through Mass Effect 2, I had like six or eight different characters that had different things that they did throughout the games that I specifically picked to be different to see how that would change the ending of the game. And when it didn't, the ending was the same no matter what you did. Like that was frustrating for me because of how much time I put in. Right. That's specific to me, but... Well, and just I guess maybe maybe Bioware could have spent a little more time differentiating endings like there really wasn't much at all so I, no. I i think it's a kind of kind of fair criticism uh but i think no matter what they did people would still be upset because i mean your decision spanned three full triple a video games like i don't think they could have made enough scenes that would make people happy yeah sure. regardless no i agree yeah well anyway how do we get back on we'll get on a mass effect Endings. Ambiguity. Endings, yeah. Endings. Inception. Okay. Um, well, I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Like I said, I'm probably halfway through Mass Effect 3. Uh, as soon as I get done my 4 in February, I'm going to go back to Mass Effect 3 and uh, finish it off before Andromeda comes out next month. So, Dan, before we end tonight, yeah. we'll set up uh, our Steam accounts again. Oh, I don't need to. Oh. I actually bought I bought Life is Strange today. It was 5 bucks, so... All right. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, I, we 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 will need to at some point, but because I want to play Tales of Basaria, but yeah. for, for life, I just bought Life is Strange because it was five bucks, and why not? You know. Mm-hmm. I also have a question, but we'll save for our weeks. It's gaming related, but okay. I'll just save it. Okay. Um, nibble bits, nibble bits. Eric, you want to get started with nibble bits? Sure, Dan. I Eric. have two this week. Uh, if you were an Xbox One owner. This weekend, so that would be, let's say, today's the 16th, so you're looking at the 18th and 19th, you can play NBA 2K17, but more importantly, you can play Rocket League for free. Uh, So the noobs will be out, so go ahead and build up your rank this weekend against the noobs on Xbox One Rocket League. Um, 
And my second one. Oh my word. This video started playing. That was awful. Uh, <laughs> the Crash Bandicoot Remaster Trilogy release date has been announced. And it will be June 30th. Uh, for forty dollars, so that's really cool. I don't know if I'll get it right away, but uh, it's something I will be interested in at some point. Nice. That's it. Okay. Uh, I'll go next because I only have one. Uh, so the Pokemon Go update dropped today. Updated a few minor things, uh, some UI uh, fixes, but more importantly, it added eighty new Pokemons. From gold and silver. I don't know if you were going to talk about that a little bit, Will. Um, I'll talk about it a little bit during what I played. Yeah, we could do that then. Uh, but that just the the update I got earlier in the day today. But the actual extra Pokemon didn't come until maybe like six o'clock this evening. Yeah, uh, it was, was funny. When they be- finally dropped. It's funny because I saw the update and they said it was coming later in the week, and I got really excited. And then when I opened it, it had nothing really to yeah. it. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, some minor minor UI fixes and stuff. Um, yeah, but then all but yeah. of a sudden, I just saw that they were all out. So, yep, new Pokemans. I haven't caught any yet. I've seen a few on my on my Pokedar, um, but I haven't caught any yet. I think my wife caught one when she was grocery shopping before she got home. So, yeah, there uh, there's like I think they upped the uh, amount of new Pokemon and lowered the older because like I only see new Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about it more uh, during what we played, I guess. Um, and that's all I had for nibble bits. Will, what do you got? So my only nibble bit is that Zelda Breath of the Wild is getting a DLC in Season Pass. Um, so Nintendo is saying when the game launches March 3rd, players will be able to purchase a 1999 uh, expansion pass, which is access to two new sets of downloadable content. It's going to be adding stuff like uh, treasure chests and dungeons and stuff like that. Now, my first question is, A, did you think you would ever see a day where The Legend of Zelda gets a expansion pass? And B, how do you guys feel about that? I don't know why anybody's surprised by this. Yeah, it's kind of the way it's of things It's how now. it goes now. It's... It, it feels weird. I'm, I'm yeah, I think, it does, I think it does feel weird because Nintendo's been, well, not even, I mean, Mario Kart 8 had DLC. I was going to bring that up. Well, I'll bring that up too. I think it, it just, especially Zelda, like it just feels like it's been immune to the pushing and pulling of of the video game scene, and this is just a sign that it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean the new Zelda in itself, I don't feel like I think points to a different kind of Zelda in the first place. It does, definitely does. To be honest yeah. with you, I know I don't I don't know what to really even expect from this new Zelda. No. A lot of cooking. I'm fine with that. It sounds all right. Um, yeah, I thought I, I was fine with mining resources on No Man's Sky, too. <laughs> I'm going to take the wait-and-see approach. On I, I was a little bit perturbed at first, but I'm going to take the wait-and-see approach only because the Mario Kart 8 DLC was so good and such a good value yeah. that I'm willing to cut Nintendo a little bit of a slack here. Uh, I don't like it, but... I'll see. I probably won't end up getting it, um, but I think we rarely yeah. buy DLC. Any of us? Very, very rarely. Yeah. You just play too Honestly, much. Honestly, I think the most DLC I've bought is probably for the Forza series. Yeah, Blizzard I bought Mountain. the I bought the the Witcher ones the, for the Witcher Three Wild Hunt. I bought Mario Kart. Um, I bought I Mario. Bo- I've got the Mario Kart. Yeah, Borderlands. 
two I bought the DLC for, but that's pretty much it that I can think of uh, that came out recently, you know? I think uh, a lot of it for me comes down to, um, like, how into the universe am I beyond, like, just playing the game? And I don't think I've ever considered myself to be into a Zelda universe. It's just, you know, the enjoyment of doing the dungeons and playing the puzzles and that kind of stuff. But, yeah. like, the game, like you mentioned, Dan, like, The Witcher, that's something I would be interested in playing the DLC for. Elder yeah. Scrolls yeah. games, always interested in playing the DLC for those. Well, I can, I can say three, with... Yes. Go ahead. I can say with confidence that The Witcher 3's DLC is probably the best ever. Yeah. Especially the blood and wine thing. It's unbelievably good. So... Yeah, and I guess the only other excuse I have for buying DLC is if it's, like, an online game where you kind of have to buy it to be part of the main community and not sectioned off with the rest of the scrubs, (laughs) you know? Yeah. The rest of the Poe folk. Yeah, like your Halos and and even in, like, Battlefront. Yeah, and even, like, Rocket League, um, I forget which listener it was that purchased me one of the nice cars as a gift. Like I probably would have done that on my own eventually because you kind of you kind of need that. I don't know. I did buy all the Rocket League DLC. I think I've bought a lot of it twice. Yeah. Oh, on uh, on Steam and uh, PS4. Yeah. I'm approaching 200 hours played on Steam. Nice. 178. Catching wow. up. Catching up to me. What are you at? 220. I wonder. I, I wonder if I can see how much I've got on PS4 and Xbox. You probably double it, right? <laughs> double what absurd. you've got on Steam. Fucking absurd. <laughs> hey, that's a great value, though. Even though you what bought it twice, well, the PS4 one it was, was free, free right? On PlayStation, so I bought it on Xbox and I bought it on PC, and I think I bought it for Corey too. You bought it for me. Bought it for you on Steam. So I've I've purchased it three times. Okay. But still, that's a ton of value. Oh, God. Buying all the DLC. Absolutely. You got a lot of hours out of that. Yep. Who bought me Rocket League? Did I'm I... pretty sure I bought you Rocket League. You must have. Maybe for my yeah. birthday last year? No, you guys I got me the I desperately wanted to play with you guys. <laughs> Corey Yeah, you playing... definitely did. Yeah. Corey I'm was... almost positive I bought yeah. that for you. Because yep. he was playing either my copy or Eric's copy. Whoever yeah. was top on its Steam list. Yeah. And he was playing Chris's. And then... Or no, Chris was playing yours too, right? I don't, I don't remember. I, I remember kicking Chris off Rocket League <laughs> at one point because <laughs> he was. I think he was using Dan's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, and, and, and hey, I think man. just then then Eric just bought him bought it for him. I think it was for your birthday. Yeah. Well, you guys right. got me the division. Well, that was a year before. It must have been, yeah. You certainly didn't put two hundred hours in this past year. No. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, yeah, Rocket League. Very Off valuable. on a tangent again. Where was that? Legends, I think. I don't know. I don't know what we're Legend, well, Legend of Zelda. Oh, oh okay. DLC. Yeah. DLC value. Yeah. Um, I know we're not totally excited for the Switch, but you know, two weeks Hi. out, I'm getting a little giddy. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm gonna be playing a new Zelda here soon. Um, I'm uh, using my tax return, so I'm not actually spending you know, money that I earned. Corey, are you getting it for Wii U? I'm psyched for the Switch. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'm just going to trade in my Wii U, take the money, and run. I think you're the smartest of the four of us. Yeah. For doing that. I can wait. I mean, 
I was this close to pulling the plug. I, I was sitting there one day and I go, that new Zelda just looks like an empty sandbox to me. And that's the only game coming out until Mario yeah. that I'm remotely interested in. I'm yeah. hoping they put, I know they won't, but I'm hoping there's uh, at least a few games I want to buy on the, the virtual console. That's what I'm banking on too. I'm so sick of the virtual console though. Like, how many times am I going to buy Mario Three? Well, I don't mean that. I mean, I'm because the 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 rumors are GameCube games on okay. uh, on Virtual Console. I'm I, actually, I was Baldur's Gate on that. Uh, I think I played some sort of game like that on the GameCube. Was it Gauntlet? Was there a Gauntlet on there? I think there was a Baldur's Gate. I remember playing one, something one like them. that with Graham and Jared. Yeah, maybe Corey. We played it like literally all day. Yeah. Uh, um, I want to say like with the GameCube Virtual Console, like it's gonna give me a chance to play. Like I'm a big Mario Sunshine fan. I also read a rumor that the Smash Brothers that they're gonna be releasing is gonna come with a uh, melee. Oh. Code two. I read a rumor that Xenoblade Chronicles X is coming to the Switch at the end of the summer too. Which no, I'm I'll buy for. that. Yeah. Because I've been um, I've been thinking about playing that for a while. Yeah, I'm I'm mostly excited because I have been spending a lot of time playing games on my phone just because of the nature of my stay at home datitude. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited that I can replace that with a full on console instead of just playing Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes as much as I do. I was thinking about it. Am I just going to be sitting in the back of my like biology lecture playing the <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild? Maybe. With your Joy-Cons? <laughs> not I better you not let anybody fix. see. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right. I don't know. Well, it is, it's the party hit. The Nintendo Switch. Yep. Rooftop I'll, party extreme. I'll just announce who wants to play 1-2 Switch or whatever in my class. You can do the milking the cow. Maneuver. Hey, anybody want to try arms? <laughs> uh, I know... Mar- and Mario Kart's coming out at the end of uh, end of April, so I'll be oh, getting really? that. Yeah, it's just again. Like, you, you guys, yeah. no, here here's the thing: you guys don't understand my situation and how much I will use this console. No, I do, Dan. I do. No, I'm you thinking, don't. I'm thinking selfishly. I'm being a sociopath here, Dan. <laughs> I'm thinking about yeah. myself here, and I just yes. it's hard for me to get excited about it. I guess I understand where you're coming from. But yeah. can you get that excited to play the same game you already played a shit ton of? Yeah. My, my, my Mario Kart is my Rocket League. Uh, the competition... I, uh, it's there. I put, I, put, I, put, I put well over 200 hours in Mario Kart 8. Dan, what? you also got to realize you're talking to the <laughs> two on the podcast who hate video games and only play Rocket League. A- like, easy. I, I, I get your Listen, excitement. Listen, video games have been mastered now. Psionics mastered <laughs> video games. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I don't know. And like Splatoon two, it looks like Splatoon. Yeah. That's I'm fair. not gonna I, argue. I just know like I'm gonna be getting a new Fire Emblem. I'm gonna be playing Smash Brothers on it. I'm getting the new Zelda game. I'm excited. The new Mario game. I'm excited for three things on the Wii U. <clears throat> I don't have access to my TV cheap. ever. Oh no! Well, I'm getting one. 
Nobody's <laughs> a bigger sheep than me. <laughs> I'm not even really excited for it, and I'm getting one. So I would argue I'm the biggest sheep. Mm. But. <laughs> Excuse me. I anyway. hope I'm wrong. I hope Cor- it's great. I'm going to wait until Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket League is <laughs> apparently I for the fourth time. Right, Rocket League is apparently rumored to be coming to the Switch. All right, Corey, so. Rocket League on the go. <laughs> yeah, Eric can play Rocket League on the toilet now. I thought all Psionic said was we're looking into it. Yeah, they'll put it on the Switch. You kidding me? If if it's Rocket League comes that. out for the Switch, I'll kill myself. I can't handle more Rocket League talk. It's gonna come out on Switch. I don't feel like we talk. We mention it for like. Ten seconds every Found day it. in the group chat. It's just like, oh, Rocket League every oh, day. BS. That's bullshit. <laughs> Between you, that, you must be thinking of hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't talk I, in the you chat. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> I'll just I'm stop just talking. Saying, if, you, if you want to talk about what's being talked about in the chat, it's hockey, not Rocket League. Your guys' place of employment. <laughs> All the shenanigans going on there. Cock uh, until soft. <laughs> Cock noodles. The, the office jokes. That's about it. Yeah. That's Word. our group chat in a nutshell. So I'm looking at my trade-ins right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. what do you got? I can't not trade in my Wii U right now. And I think the value is so high because That's of what I said. Breath of the Wild coming out, right? $172 for a Wii U. I don't know. I, I got 140 seems... Well, I submitted mine for 144. It has not gone through yet. I'll talk about that during my week. But... Oh, it hasn't gone through yet. No. Uh oh. I'm livid. But mine anyway. went through. Yeah. Oh, boy. Did you have any dents wait. or scratches, Eric? No. Oh. Or well, let's wait. Let's wait. No, my, mine, mine was accurate. Uh, okay. But I'm also I've also got Xenoblade Chronicles X and Super Mario Maker to trade in, which puts me at 210 dollars. Yeah. Credit. Nice. And you, got, no, you got your eye on anything? Like, can you get something or a switch? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or you should put it towards like a new graphics card or something. I was going to your computer that. enough. Yeah, I should. I should just get a new graphics card. That's not a bad idea. And I only have to tack on then... another hundred and fifty and get something really good, right? Yeah, then Rocket League would run so smooth. Ah, oh, so smooth. I probably need a new power supply though, because I think mine's only four or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm with you, Dan. I the only the only thing I like about the Switch is the portability options. You know, yeah. You're saying that's, you know how much that's... how useful it would be for you. Oh my god, for yeah. You. But I just think other than that, it's it's yeah. there's nothing about well, it cause, that, that appeals. Like like I said too, I don't I don't have access to my TV that much. And a game like Xenoblade Chronicles, I, I know you tried it, Corey. It's uh, it was unplayable on the gamepad. Yep. Uh, because of how how bad the resolution was on the gamepad. There's some games like Mario Kart 8 was okay on it, um, not great, but it was okay. So to play it on HD, um, you know that's going to be amazing. <clears throat> yep. So, uh, Corey Nibble Bits. Nibble Bits. Star Trek Bridge Crew has been delayed yet again to May 30th. So not that awful of a delay. I think it was supposed to come out this month at some point. Um, They have, in that post where they mentioned that it was getting delayed, they also announced that they added the original Enterprise to the game. I think before it was just supposed to be the the Chris Pine uh, Star Trek 
mm. version in, in that. What ship were they on? Was it the a new Enterprise or something like that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Trekkies, <laughs> I apologize. I, I'm not up to snuff with that stuff. Uh, moving on, according to Activision's earnings report, quote, a full Destiny sequel... They're putting out a full Destiny sequel in 2017 to broaden the franchise's global reach, which along with follow-on content plans sets the stage for growth. So they are definitely planning a Destiny sequel this year. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it comes to PC. It is coming to PC. It's confirmed. Oh, it is confirmed. Whoa! There you go. Breaking news. Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Dan has an exclusive (laughs) scoop. Destiny 2. No, they've said several times. Dan has an exclusive scoop. Breaking news. Destiny 2 is coming to PC. Blog about it. <laughs> Developed by Vicarious Visions, located in nearby Albany. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of delays, South Park, the fractured butthole, has been delayed again into next fiscal year, which could mean any time between April 2017 and March 2018. The article I was reading seemed to believe that it wouldn't be until next year. Hmm. I find that hard to believe personally, sure. but they're the pros. So who knows? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was Valerie made a comment saying, um, it had something to do with Trump. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> making a joke, blaming it yeah. on Trump. <laughs> I thought whoever answered her saying that maybe they just have a lot of new material. I, that might not be wrong. <laughs> That's that a me. good thought. Oh, that was you, Dan? Yeah. That's a really good thought. They might just be adding <laughs> some really good shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they would do. You know, Absolutely. they would delay the game to put all the more recent current events on there. When is South Park in the middle of a season right now? I don't know. I haven't watched I'm, I'm in a while. I'm very far sure. behind. Um. Okay, my last one. You guys want to talk about a game we don't talk about very often? Yeah. yeah. On February 21st, you'll be able to buy Hot Wheels themed cars hey! in Rocket League. Twin Mill 3 back. and Bone Shakers. Uh, and they include <laughs> exclusive wheels and stickers for the very agreeable pull-up price of $1.99 in U.S. monies. Mm-hmm. That's it. Pumped very for nice. that. Me it too. Looks awesome. Those cars do look awesome. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have. Okay. How was your week, Corey? Uh, it's been a, a strange week. I've been Agreed. interviewing uh, for a new position at a local ad agency. And on Saturday, I had about a two-hour meeting with the founder. Uh, and he planned a follow-up meeting, which was today, as a matter of fact. And that one was three hours. And I thought that would be the end of it. But now I have another one next week. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's been insane. And uh, there's a lot of technical aspects to the job, including a lot of Microsoft Excel and Access, which when I was going, when I went back to school after um, I got my four-year degree, I was studying computer information systems where we did a lot of work in Access and Excel. But beyond that, I mean, that was, let's see, it's 2017. That was like five years ago at this point. Uh, I haven't really used Access in Excel. So, of course, when I was going in today, the meeting today was with the rest of the team that I'd be working with. Um, They talked about, you know, testing me on some of my skills and stuff. So I spent literally every free second I've had over the last few days uh, brushing up on Microsoft Excel and Access. 
um, only to get into the meeting today and just have them not test me at all on any good. stuff. Just talk about it. So I was like, hey, good. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so <clears throat> we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm hoping for yeah. the best, but I've been snake bit before, so my hopes aren't too high. Temper. They're sure. tempered right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be a good position. They have. It's a very modern company, which is kind of out of place for this area. Uh, yeah. But that's what I like about it. They do flex time. Um, you get 10 hours of flex time every week. So as long as you work 30 hours between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday, you can take those 10 hours, put them wherever you want. You can work longer days, Monday through Thursday, and take off on Friday. You can work from home on Friday. The example he used was you drink too much on a Sunday. You don't want to come in on Monday. That's fine. Just work your forty hour, the rest of your 40 hours, Thursday through Friday. Awesome. Awesome. Um, which is, he said that was his, the best benefit he said to working at that company has been able to retain a lot of really good talent just for that reason. And I could totally oh, sure. see that, you know, like yeah. that's such a great thing in 2017, but yeah, hoping for the best. That's pretty much been my week. I haven't, like I said, I, I haven't played a single game. Um, I had a, a friend, high school friend visit from home over the weekend, which was nice. Um, but I was in like interview mode cause my interview was Saturday morning at nine 30, which is a little strange. Um, but that was fun. We just ate and drank and other than that, like I haven't done anything leisurely. So it's just been a weird, weird week for me. Okay. Will, what do you got? So I got my tax return. Nice. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got a pretty nice chunk of change this year. So uh, one of the things is it's going to be getting me the Switch. Uh, it's going to be buying me plane tickets down to Florida in April. Uh-huh. And also, I got one of the other things that I got. I ended up getting a Fitbit. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Charge 2, so now I've become, a, two. I've become a D-bag as well, Eric. <laughs> no, you're not no? a D-bag, Will. See, <laughs> I already told you you weren't a D-bag because you actually <laughs> work out. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like when I see people like at school or work that have Fitbits, I kind of go, look at that. Yeah, probably because they don't work out. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, yeah, that's true. Most of the people I don't think work out. Right. But out, bro. it's pretty cool because uh, for starters, it shows me my text messages on here. So when I'm in class or at work and like... I have this bad thing where when I get a text message, I have to immediately look at it, and it, like, eats at me if I don't. Oh, you mm-hmm. too? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's embarrassing. That's that's why I like my Apple Watch. Yeah. It's a cause text I can... message machine. <laughs> yeah. that's li- So now, like, I can just be like, oh, like, Eric texted me, and I can just read it on here, and then, yeah. you know, if I want to answer, I can, or I can just ignore them. That's funny. Well, it's was... usually the latter. Yeah, I was talking. Fine. I was talking to a guy today who had the Apple Watch, and we were talking about it. And uh, he said, "Yeah, like I looked forward to having it, so I didn't have to pick up my phone every time I got a text message. Um, but now that I have it, like I just ignore people tenfold because yeah. I just see no. it and then forget about it." He's absolutely right. Yeah, because it's very hard to get back to somebody yeah. on it uh, unless you speak to the the watch. Um, which and, makes you look like you a weirdo. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, like, if I've done that a couple times. So I'll, like, go in my office at work or something before I do it. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, yeah, so you see all the messages and stuff. But, you know, by the time you get back to somebody, it could be hours later. Yeah. 
See, the good thing with uh, the Fitbit is it'll just display on here. And because it's not connected to the phone like uh, like it's an Apple product, like you can't really view it unless you open your phone and go to your messages. So basically, I'm just kind of seeing the preview of it. And then when I get um, to my phone, like the message will still be there. But I also haven't had it for more than six hours. So we're going to find out how much I ignore people here within the next coming weeks. But it's cool because it'll tell me, you know, the time, the date, my steps, uh, my heart rate, which was really high earlier today. <laughs> it was around 100, so that was a little nerve-wracking. What? Why? Wait, I don't... like resting heartbeat? I had just got come from outside, and I was oh, dealing right. with snow. But still, uh, there's a running tab, uh, stopwatch, uh, my relaxation time, which is pretty high today because I took like a four-hour nap. Nice. Um and it, like it's cool. I don't know. I haven't really messed around too much with it, so I'm interested to see how it works. Like tomorrow when I'm like at school, at work, working out, and just see like what it does. But I downloaded the app and everything, so I don't know how much I'm gonna like wearing something on my wrist all the time. You get used to it. I like. I actually forgot my watch today for the first time since I got it, and mm-hmm. I was I felt naked. Okay, because it feels weird like around my. Wrist. Yeah, I don't you know. won't even notice it in a couple days. I also got the small um, band, and I think it's a little too small. Yeah, for your meaty arms. Well, my I have little like child's wrists, basically. Chicken wrist. Yeah, they're really small. Like it's just like a tiny little thing, then just forearm. Mm. I don't know. It looks weird to me, but so like if things fit weird, so I was like, oh, I can just get a small, but I should have gotten a large. So I could just probably just buy a large band, right? Yeah, I have I no idea. Just get a new band. Okay. <clears throat> you know how much good. Apple Watch bands are? I think it depends. Probably 50. 50 bucks for the cheapest one. I'm oh, for sure. the cheapest? Wow. Now, Eric, let me tell you, I was going to get an Apple Watch. Like, I was kind of convinced, but if I wasn't buying tickets to go to Florida, I probably would have. But they're like $250, and I was like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do it. So I ended up deciding against it, getting the Fitbit Charge 2. I know um, Allison has one, too. Uh, Girl I work with has it, and she really likes it. Yeah, that's one of the, like, the Fitbit Charge 2 and the Blaze are, like, the two Fitbits that everybody really likes. So those were the, those are the ones that I recommended to her, and she chose the Charge 2, so now. And I also got the blue one instead of black. Uh Kind of cool. Um, The only watch buddies. Yeah. Do you other two have watches? No. For no. girls. Watch bros. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm not I'm not in the same situation as you guys. Like I have my phone in my pocket and I can whip it out like literally whenever I want. Unless I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Then Will, how does so uh how does dad feel about you having a watch? <laughs> <laughs> now, I brought it up at dinner and showed them he didn't say much other than cool, so probably really disappointed. Oh yeah, <laughs> big time. He's so he's so disappointed. Even he didn't even want to make want to make fun of you. Although with his he new job, he's really he's really changing as a person. So I don't know. Okay. He he had a moment where he was touched. He's touched. I would love to hear about this. Yeah. Uh, he realized Not there's fair. there's more to life than worrying about whether his sons are wearing jewelry. <laughs> I don't think there's much more to life than that. 
Now let's let's separate here. I don't. I wouldn't consider a watch a jewelry. Like if I was wearing earrings. Oh like, no, it's jewelry. It's an accessory. It's jewelry. I think an accessory and jewelry are different. I was told I look a lot more manly when I have a watch on. No, I think yeah, I I I, I do think watches are very stylish. I just choose not to wear one. Well, okay. In my opinion, the ones that are like an actual watch, not like an Apple Watch, I think, I think those are kind of dumb. Yeah. Because like, why would you look at this thing like and have to try to figure out what time it is when you can just have an electronic one and have it tell you? Hey. Why yeah. would you spend over a hundred dollars on a non-electric watch? Like, I don't. Will you don't you don't buy a watch to keep time? You buy a watch so that you can forget time. That is um, Levi Maestro. What's Levi Maestro? Oh, did you you didn't listen to that Steve Dangle, did you? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Levi Maestro, okay. Okay, wow. so that's, yeah. that's where that's from, yeah. <laughs> he created the watch that doesn't tell time, so, pe- <laughs> Very nice. so people don't know what time it is. Perfect. Yep. <clears throat> that's a completely <laughs> random aside. But anyway, my other thing for the week is, this is more a question for Dan, because I think you've dealt with this before. Yeah. Um, so Eric and I bought Halo Wars 2. Uh-huh. And it comes out tomorrow for us. And I wanted to download it on my computer, too, uh, just for science, basically, because I want to be able to try it on both. Now, whenever I go to the game store, it tells me I have to pre-order it. Um, But I already own it. Is it an issue because Eric and I split it? Is that what the problem is? They would have no way of knowing that. You, You bought it, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, they have no way of knowing that. Wait, wait, wait. wait, No, no, Eric ended up buying it. No, no, I did. Okay. And I'm in the, the store right now, and it says that I own it. You gotta be kidding me! Are you signed in in the same same account, Will, on your on your computer as well, your Xbox? Yeah, you might not be. That might be the reason why. Now, where Honestly, do I go to find that? I have no idea. Honestly, the Windows Store sucks. Yeah, it does. they really need to work on it. <clears throat> but I would guess that you're not signed in on the same microsoft account on your xbox as you are your computer okay well we're gonna sign out <laughs> there he goes <laughs> he really wants to play halo Wars too. he really just literally signed out see you will okay uh eric how's your week uh, i was really looking forward to having will here for this segment but no I'm oh just yeah kidding. um it was good, Dan. We had our, our first wedding anniversary and my birthday. I'm 33 years old now. Mm-hmm. Um, m- one of my favorite things I did this week was I started watching Shameless, Oh, okay. uh, which is a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff and uh, Groover, who I play FIFA with, we've been playing pro clubs quite a bit. Uh, but they were talking quite a bit about Shameless, so I started watching it. It's really, really good. Yeah, our uh, our dad really likes. Shameless. Oh, does he? Yeah. yeah, great. William H Macy plays a fantastic drunk. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I've seen the the images from the show. There's a lot of nudity. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw a pecker. Okay. <gasps> floppy wiener. I saw a floppy pecker. Huh? Uh, seen some boobs. Yeah, it's good. C- characters are great. It. Uh, I. I. From what I understand, it's based off a British show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Corey? Yeah. Uh, and I immediately thought to myself, the f- you know Lip? Mm, no, I don't think so. 
Lip? Yeah, Lip. I don't think I've seen Lip. Well, I mean... Oh, Lip, yeah, okay. He's, he's in the first three episodes. Oh, the character. I thought you were talking about the TV show. Which one's no, Lip? No, 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 no. He's one of the Browse. Which one, though? Very British looking. The one with the... I, I mean... The one with the fro? I don't know the character's names. No, he doesn't have a fro. He's got kind of messy hair. Okay. He was seeing Karen, the blonde chick. Yep, okay, yep. Who was yep. blowing him under the table. Yep, yep, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, the second I saw him, I was like, he looks very, like, British. I wonder if this is a British show. And I saw it was based off of a British show, so I'm, I'm interested in checking that out at some point, too. But I highly recommend Shameless if you're looking for something to watch. Uh, we've also been getting back into It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which, which is great. I like that show. God damn it, that show is so funny. Um, but yeah, first, first anniversary was, was good. Uh, nothing, we didn't do anything crazy. I mean, we went out to dinner beforehand cause uh, my wife had to work that day. So she came home that night, but, and I made, um, scallops for dinner. Nice. Which were mighty tasty. Um, still looking for houses. It's the worst still. Oh, dude. It's, it's just the worst. You know what's really pissing me off? Let's hear it. I can commiserate a, with you. Well, it's it's mostly so we Charlottesville's a very expensive city to live in, and I guess that's because of the university yeah. and the university hospital. Uh, and there's a lot of old money here, so we have a budget, you know. And our budget is not like it's a, it's a good enough budget, you know what I mean? And I I know our realtor is not doing it on purpose, but she's showing us a lot of things that are at the very top of our budget or even over our budget. Yeah. And what happens is, uh, we'll go to these places. Like she, she's like, you know, if you guys are going to spend this amount on a, in a house, let me show you what you can get for a really a lo- nice townhouse. Uh-huh. Uh, that's loaded. So she takes us to this townhouse and I mean, it's just, so cool the, yeah. the I'll, I'll spare the the basic stuff that's just it's just nice the coolest part is it's a rooftop terrace mm-hmm. so it's like a rooftop patio with a fireplace and a kitchen on the rooftop and a tv and all i can think about is like me sitting my ass up there playing rocket league <laughs> like yeah. just enjoying the weather with the fireplace on the fucking roof but then they send us the price, and I'm like, why the fuck are you showing this? Because now I'm pissed off that I can't live here. Mm. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> they're hoping you sacrifice your budget a little bit to live uh, in something a, a, lot that's of it. a little bit. Yeah, a li- that's something that's a bit, you know, nicer. They're hoping you get in there, and you're like, oh, I guess we can go a little bit higher. That's it's a, a game lot right higher, there. though. That's the problem. Yeah. It's not even a little higher. Oh, okay. <clears throat> But that's, that's been very frustrating. frustrating. Yeah, it's it's very frustrating. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's, it's fucking annoying. Yeah. Working for houses is the worst. I've hated every second of it. I agree. But it was, it was a miserable. Like, we looked at, like, 70 houses before we settled on the one we ended up with. <clears throat> and like I said, the problem we ran into when we were house shopping is we'd look at pictures of a house, and it looked really nice, and you'd get there, and it was a, just a complete shithole. That and it was one that we looked at. It was an overpriced shithole too. Like, there's yeah. no way 
this house should be whatever whatever the price was, you know. So we mm. we went and talked to another builder um, where there's just these really nice views up on this uh, hill, and what they'll do is they'll charge you a fee for like a premium lot yeah. because of the views. And I knew there would be a fee attached to it. You want to guess how much that fee was? Probably like forty thousand. Ah, sixty. Sixty. Okay. On top of the price of the house. Yeah. Which hasn't been built yet. Which. Which I, I, hasn't been built yet. Has no upgrades. It's it's all about like upgrading and like, oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah. You know what you should do um, is find a find a plot of land, buy the plot of land. Yeah. And then you know take out a bunch of uh, or have a bunch of people drop plants and just have a house built somewhere. The, the problem is anywhere outside of the general vicinity of the city of yeah. Charlottesville, the internet becomes very oh, scarce. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and I don't and prob- need fiber internet. Like sure. sure. If I can still get it great, but I, I don't need it, but I at least need high speed internet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Plus, your the lots I bet you in Charlottesville are really freaking. Expensive. Oh, they're fucking nuts, Dan. Yeah, yeah. New construction here, like, it is out of control. Unless you go like up the road where it's a pretty busy traffic wise, <laughs> you're looking starting three ninety four hundred. Oh wow. Yeah. So they're going about like I know the standard price for most areas is like uh, one hundred and twenty five to one hundred and fifty square feet per. Uh, a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars to a hundred and a hundred one twenty five to one fifty per square foot is is the average for for building. But then you run into that's without even like the plot of land that you're mm-hmm. that you're gonna get like, and that's just a ballpark. Like you said, you live in a in an area that's more desirable, so the price of that is even even higher. That's like crazy. here, here we could have a really nice house built for like two hundred grand, because well, no we- one wants to live here. Right, we've so. even been looking at, um, <laughs> you know, cities that we know my company is going to be moving to in the next few years. Yeah. In like North Carolina, and the housing there in like Raleigh, which is a nice city. Like I hear yep. nothing but good things about it. The housing there, for what we would have built here, is like a hundred thousand dollars less, and it's like, wow. Ugh. Hmm. But we need something kind of specific for yeah. our situation when my mm-hmm. mom moves down here. So it's. I'm fucking so sick of it. Yeah. And we'll get to a point where we're like, all right, we're just not going to look anymore. And then she'll show us like this rooftop terrace townhouse. And I'm like, ah, ah, it's like a kick in the balls every time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, We, uh, we were lucky when we bought our house because it was a for sale by owner. Uh, And, and when we first, the, the guy that owned it first showed us the house, he's like, if you bring a realtor in here, I will throw you out. I do not want to see a realtor. And it ended up working out a lot better for us. We negotiated directly with the guy when we were buying the, the buying uh-huh. the house. So we didn't have to go through the realtor who was trying, who wanted the price to go up a little bit so they could get a higher commission. Mm. It, was, it was great to just buy it from, from the guy that was selling it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I think that's what our realtor is trying to do. Um, it's in the back of her mind at the very yeah, least. Yeah, pr- it probably is. Maybe she thinks she can squeeze a little more out of us, but I hate to tell her you can't squeeze blood from a stone. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So stick I to don't your know. guns. Don't buy yeah, something no, that you don't want. No, we I mean we I can't. Know you, won't. you know, we can't. Yeah. So see what happens. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what's going on. Very sad times for Arsenal. 
they fucking suck. They got beat 5-1 in the Champions League the other day. It's rough. But I did make a, so- a couple of soccer friends at work, customers. Nice. Uh, that, that have come in and talked to me, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's okay. about it. Will, did you have anything you wanted to finish up talking about? No, other than I'm an idiot. Oh. What happened? So... I was going to say, all right, well, let me just sign out of my account real quick. And when I signed out, it logged me out of everything. Was that the the case, though? Well, I didn't log log in with my Xbox account. I'll do that later. Oh, okay. I don't know if it is the same account. I can't really remember. All right. Uh, I guess it's my turn, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to talk first about the Wii U trade-in. So, um I'd been kind of watching for a little while. I, I realized that my Wii U is probably not going to get any more use, so might as well trade it in now while it still has value. So I looked around. Ga- I looked on GameStop. They were offering like sixty bucks for it or sixty five or whatever. I was like, that's not enough. I, I'd rather keep it and just have it. But I, I, for whatever reason, I looked on the the Amazon trade in. Hold on a second. <clears throat> and it was one hundred and forty four dollars. I was like, holy crap. Dan, actually, I had checked about a week before that, uh-huh. and they weren't even taking them. <clears throat> they weren't even taking them? Mm-mm. Yeah, they must have been, like, low or something, um, because that price, like, it's only $100 more than when I bought it brand new, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so I was like, I've got to trade it in. So I, you know, packed up my Wii U. Will had one of my games, so I didn't send the games with it. I that did was the Wii my U. fault. No, it's fine. I did the Wii U and then the games and my Wii U Pro Controller in a separate package. So I sent in the Wii U, uh, which they got. When did yours arrive? Was it Tuesday? A couple days ago. Yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, So mine and Eric's arrived at the same day. I know yours, Eric, already went through, right? Yeah, mine went through. I think I got a little bit more than you did because you told me. I think I looked the next day and they had raised it a little bit, like, you know, like five, ten bucks or whatever. Well, Um, I only had the Wii U, too. I had the basic one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I I turned in the 32 gig um, with the Pro Controller and I got 162 bucks. Uh, But, yeah, mine went through yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Mine has not gone through yet. It's still, like, pending and they're yeah. they're still verifying or whatever. I have no idea what's going on. The games I shipped out Monday, they got there yesterday, yesterday, and it still says this item has not been received yet, even though it says right on the thing that it was delivered. So I don't know what's going on with that. That's frustrating. So I'm a little bit frustrated with that. Um, hey, are you not getting a switch? No, I'm getting a switch. This is all like ancillary. It's because okay. I actually ordered the switch on my wife's account. Because uh, I don't have Prime, so okay, uh, just you know, just my wife has Prime, so I ordered it with my you know credit card on her account. Uh, so this is on like my my account. I but I was gonna I'm gonna use it to uh, I'm gonna get an, uh, an extra Joy-Con and like games that I'm that I want from I'll buy it, just buy from Amazon. Okay. Um. So that but like also I filed our taxes like a week and a half ago and. New this year, there's a rule if you have if you get credits for having kids that they delayed your return until at least February 15th. Hmm. So I'm you know we're waiting for waiting for our tax return because we've got to we've got to renovate our basement because we have four kids now we need living space down here. Uh, so we're waiting like everything's just freaking in limbo. Like I'm just waiting for something oh. to like you know pan out here. Um, but 
That sucks. Yeah. Uh, however, um, for for Valentine's Day, I actually uh, part of the reason too with the Wii U thing is I I the wife wanted a Fitbit too. Will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm using some of the Switch money to buy her a Fitbit for a late Valentine's Day present because I don't have any money. So I yeah. for that to go through. Um, but, uh, but she, for Van- what? Go ahead. I was gonna say which one you think you get. You're gonna get it. She she wants the the cheap one, the Flex. Yeah. It doesn't have a screen on it or anything. It's a Flex Two, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one that um doesn't have the screen, but like it still tracks yeah. everything to the yep. uh, the app and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. She wanted that one because it's waterproof for one thing for swimming. Yeah. Uh, she wants a silent alarm too, mm-hmm. uh, because the twins sleep in our room for now until we get our house rearranged. Uh, yeah. And when her alarm goes off in the morning, at when she gets up at five thirty, like it wakes up the the twins. So yeah, uh, she wants a silent alarm, but she also works out too. So. Uh, she is one of those people that has a Fitbit and and works out. So, um, oh, oh yeah. So my my Valentine's Day from her came yesterday, uh, and she got me. I've been begging for one of these for a long time. She got me a bidet. What? Yes, a bidet. <laughs> you got a bidet? I got a bidet. So I hooked it up this morning. Uh, Dude, you got part the of my asshole. Yes, part of my routine <laughs> is uh, poop every morning and a poop every night. So it's twice a day. I use ungodly amounts of toilet paper, yes. like like probably uh, probably a quarter of a roll every time I poop, and that's oh twice a day. So we go Lord. through a shit ton of paper, um, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> so yeah, I've been begging for a bidet for a very long, probably about a year now. Wow. I've been, I, it's something I would never just buy for myself. So. Finally, she got tired of me complaining and bought me one. So I hooked it. I I felt the the call of poo this morning. So I hooked it up real quick. Um, and let me tell you, it's, a, it's quite the experience having having a bit. Oh, it's it's absolutely life changing. So you know, after you get recommended. Done, oh, easily recommended. It was it's fantastic. So the first time I wasn't very good, you know, because it was I was <laughs> nervous uh, having a spray of cold As water. As one up, gets up, when um, you're first tingling your butthole. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I hooked it up. It was super easy, whatever I pooped and, and, you know, sprayed my butt and, you know, it, it, luckily the angle was like perfect and it shot right in my butt crack, like to clean the poo out. Oh, nice. Um, it's, it's, it was a, it, like an inexpensive one. So it doesn't need to hook to electricity or anything, but it also doesn't warm the water. So the water was Ooh, cold as much. Wakes you up in the morning then. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's really, really refreshing, you know? Uh, so, so did it, you mind me asking how much one of those would run? The, the my specific one was like twenty two bucks. What really? Yeah. I, I feel think like you, I need one for science. Then you should absolutely get one. I would recommend it to anyone because, like I said, the I used ungodly amounts of toilet paper. We bought so much toilet paper, and now like I only need a little bit to I like pat myself dry after my butt's been like hosed down by the thing. And the another thing is, like I can only have it on half. Uh, half the power of the spray it's pretty powerful like you could hurt your butthole if you just kept it wow. running full blast like right on it your would, bum it so would milk your prostate like a... if you had it up all the way <laughs> you probably could yeah you could probably yeah get some well, there's only that. one way to find out but uh <laughs> so how does it hook up to like a water supply okay so uh you know you know how where the water comes out of the wall like that hose that goes up into your sure. toilet I, uh, all you have to all you have to do is turn off. You turn off the water right there because there, there should be a valve right there. You unhook it from your toilet, 
Um, and then you connect like a, uh, I guess it's like a T to the bottom of that. And then you hook the water to that. And then there's a hose that runs out of that T into the bidet, which is like off to the side. And then that straps, like you, you hook that underneath where your toilet seat goes. And that's where the, the little nozzle is that sprays water up into your bum. So it's, it's in the toilet. It sits like on the back of the toilet. And then, and then the, the nozzle drops down into the toilet, maybe like an inch. How are you not pooping on this every time you use it? Well, you poop straight down. It, it's it's not underneath you. It's in the back of the toilet. <laughs> how or do you know how I poop? <laughs> um, yeah, unless you unless you're pooping or all the way straight back back of your toilet. You guys like ever had one of those poops that curls up around back and you get you stain the seat a little bit? Uh, no. Okay. No. Me neither. No. <laughs> I know. Mine are always just boulders that just drop gravity. That means your diet isn't good if they're like boulders. I'm... Are you shocked by that? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, the the first time I needed I needed I wanted to like check. I didn't want to just trust it, you know. So I I did did some wiping still after the first time, and you know I I needed a little practice. Uh, so this I I luckily um I guess luckily or not uh we had had tacos last night, so I had to, <laughs> I, had to <laughs> I had to poop again like maybe two hours later. Uh, and this time I had it down perfect. Like my butt was clean as a whistle. Uh, I did a, a practice wipe and not a single thing on the teepee. So I, I think I got it down at this point. But it's it's amazing. Like, Great. you know, fresh as a spring daisy. I, it's going to eliminate bacon strips uh, <laughs> and it'll eliminate summer mud butt, which is great. Just some of the positives. Yeah. But I, seriously, positive. it's like it, I, you can get a cheap one for like 20 20 to 25 bucks uh, hooking that up highly recommended easy. i was a little intimidated by the hoses you were talking about in the toilet no it's super easy it took me like 10 minutes how is this spelt b-i-d-e-t b-i-d-e-t so i cannot wait to go upstairs and and poop again and and spray my butt with cold water and now like i feel like if if i'm in a situation where i have to poop and use toilet paper i'm gonna feel like a caveman you know yeah, you're mm. advanced now, Dan. Yeah, Dan, you should just carry one around wherever you go. Hey, you uh, you got a hookup for my bidet? <laughs> <laughs> I should keep a spare in the car. My travel bidet. Oh, but, man. you know, be, being curious like I am, I, I decided to research it a little bit. And Europeans have bidets too, but it's like a separate toilet next to the actual toilet. Yeah, that's see, that's kind of what I was picturing. Okay, yeah, this our, the one I got is like more of an Asian style bidet that just clips like onto the back of the toilet and okay. yeah, squirts, squirts water up your butt. Hmm. So. I guess the pressure is strong enough to clean the toilet and bathtub. I, it's really strong. And don't ever turn it on like if you're not sitting on it because it, like I did just for, to experiment when I first hooked it up and it's like sprayed me all down my shirt. What's, uh, <laughs> what brand did you get, Dan? It's the Green Co. one on Amazon. It should be like it runs from like twenty to twenty five dollars, I think. Oh man, yeah, it's, it's changed my pooping experience. So now when the switch comes out, mm. I'm just gonna <laughs> oh, be so happy on the toilet. You're not even so gonna happy. leave the toilet. Why would you? I'm not, not gonna want to leave. Could ever. you just sit on the toilet and just turn the bidet on and just yeah, let it bidet you for ten <laughs> hours? <laughs> Yeah, because it just it's, oh, it hooks are. up to your 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 toilet 
you know, the, the water leading into the toilet. So it's always so. on. It's the Green Co. Yeah. Bidet Freshwater Spray Non-Electric Mechanical. Yep. There it is. <laughs> That's oh, the one. yeah, I see it. It looks like a little uh, a tool at the dentist's office. Yeah, like yeah, it exactly. Your, like, give you that good spray. Yep. Except it's for your bum. If you read some of the questions on it, they're really good. <laughs> like if you could use his drinking fountain. Dude, I was just <laughs> going to read the top two. Is Does this shoot icy cold water right up your butthole? Yeah. The first oh. one. The yeah. second one is, can this double as a drinking fountain? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's good stuff. <laughs> Anywho. So that was that. That, was, that you know, made my, made my day. This might be the most revealing week segment we've ever had. Yeah, I haven't I haven't talked about this much in a, quite a while. Bidets? No, just oh, in, in general, general, my weeks. Yeah, I mean, most weeks I have nothing going on. So, well, nothing worth reporting on the podcast anyway. My All ass right. has never been cleaner. I'm in love with my toilet now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say enough good things about it. Uh, do we want to take a quick break before we get into what we played? Yeah, I'm good with that if you guys okay. want one. All right, yeah, we'll take a quick break and be right back in just a minute. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 291 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, I guess I'll start off. Um, so I, I beat Brutal Legend today. Yay! Thank you. Woo! Uh, good game. I, I enjoyed Brutal Legend a lot. It was uh, mostly for like the, you know, the setting type of thing. I talked about it last week, but uh, really interesting events too. Uh, one of the, one thing I didn't I didn't talk about, and it's a kind of a prominent feature of the game is uh, they're called stage battles. And at that point, it's uh, you know your stage and the enemy stage like facing off against each other, and it's a it's a rock stage, uh, and you you know kind of you are essentially like the commander of your your troops you order them to attack certain things and and you summon troops uh you know to to fight with you uh, it's a really interesting mechanic in the game and and, and really well done and, and fun um and the controls are a little bit janky in brutal legend but this is ultimately a, a very good game i also I feel that game kind of came out at a time where controls were jankier yeah it definitely it definitely feels last gen control wise <laughs> Uh, it, you know, I talked about dark, you know, dark souls, like how tight everything feels. And even though it's a little bit slow, like it, it still feels very tight. And, and this one like is just a little bit janky, but, um, like I said, you didn't really play that game necessarily for the controls. It was more the, the setting and the, the, I don't know about the story, but you know, it was, it was, it was interesting. So I beat that. Uh, I also beat the Turing test. Well done. Wow. Look at you, Dan. Yeah, making good progress. Uh, the Turing test was amazing, Corey. Ah, good pick, huh? It was amazing. Who picked that one? Was it you? I never said it was bad. Hey, damn Skippy, it was me. I never said it was bad. No, I know. I, you, you, did, you, you just didn't put it, put it on par with, like, Portal or tur- the Talos Principle, no. which I could see, but it, it, it's, it's close, I think, to those games. Uh, and we talked about last week how the puzzles were a little bit easier to solve maybe than, than a Talos principle. But I think that's a good thing for this game because of how linear it is. Like you can't in, in the Talos principle, if you got stuck on a puzzle, you could just move on to something else. Like the witness. 
like the witness exactly and this one like you couldn't advance in the story unless you solve the puzzle so i think it's good that it was a little bit easier than than maybe uh than the Tal's principle i i can't compare it to portal 2 but uh portal 1 i didn't feel like was was super difficult uh, as far as as far as the puzzles go uh but the the ending was absolutely amazing i freaking love the ending Corey. you should you should definitely get there i'm close uh, yeah, you should definitely get there. It's really, really good ending. Um, but yeah, I, I love that game. It's so good. I, I'm I'm determining that I really love first person puzzle games. Yes, yeah. you haven't even played so the good. best one. I haven't played the Witness. the The difference with uh, the Witness as opposed to like Tal's Principle is the 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 structure of the puzzles. Um, you know, they're environmental in in uh, Tal's Principle and in Portal and uh, uh, Turing test. So I am going to play the witness though, because I'm going to get the freedom bundle, which is currently on humble bundle. I was hoping you would. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I will, I will definitely be playing the witness at some point this year. So yeah, really good games. Um, fire emblem. Uh, I've kind of run out of things to do in fire emblem. Will I don't be- know if you got there. Uh, Here's where I'm at with it. My luck with that game is so bad. I've literally gotten one five star and like a couple four stars, and it's characters that I don't particularly want to use. Really, yeah. like I keep getting Viverian or whatever. Yeah. Like I don't. I didn't like him in Awakening. I, I don't like him now. Um, yeah. I keep getting like repeats of three stars and like it's way too expensive to be able to advance their growth and i have to level them up anyway to be able to advance their growth yeah so i i'm kind of stuck because now my characters aren't high enough level to keep gaining the orbs Uh and they're not strong enough anyway to be able to um beat the lunatic levels anyway because i did i i beat all the entire thing on normal and mostly on hard yeah so like i'm kind of stuck as well like i can't make orbs i can't and when i do summon like i just get bad characters anyway sure and it's super frustrating because i see everybody else having great characters yeah i'm i'm kind of in the same boat uh i i did beat it on lunatic i beat all the difficulty levels uh but i had three five star characters and then my my fourth one was just a forced was she a four star or three star? I might have uh, jumped her from a three star to a four star. Yeah, but the the thing that that's frustrating for me is how slowly all the the trickle in of orbs is, yeah. especially now that I've beaten all those levels. Like they just added the the paralogs where you can play through. I think it's two or three missions um, on the easy, hard, and lunatic difficulties. Um, but still, like the only way to consistently get the orbs that you need to summon new characters is by logging in every day. Yeah. You get two. So if you log in 10 days in a row, you'll finally have enough orbs to, to summon a full complement of a full five characters, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that's been frustrating for me. Like, unless I have my, I haven't been playing as much because, uh, really it's only the only things you can do are the arena duels, the training tower, which is kind of pointless if you don't have characters you want to level up. Yep. Uh, and then the, the special maps, which it's been stuff I've already beaten that's that's come up through there. So yeah. I don't really have like I'm I'm not going to spend money on it. I know that's what they want. I'm just not going to. Um, 
So there's not as much for me to do. I'm, I kind of just am slowly waiting until I get enough orbs to hopefully summon a character that I like, and then I'll play the new story stuff that they add. I think they're supposed to do twice a month, but yep. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's very easy to run out of stuff to do once you once you beat the beat all the levels. And I so badly like want some characters that I really like, but like yeah. I the, I can't get there. Yeah, once you get into the higher levels too, you need to have five star characters. You will not get through those battles without five star characters. Yeah, and like you just won't. Like, I had a okay. hard enough time with three five star and one four star. You know, it, it was difficult there. So I uh, have a five star Tiki, a four yeah. star Robin and Marth, and then the two star Sharina because I haven't even gotten a good um, Spearman. Oh, okay, yeah. But like, I just get hosed at this point. Yeah. And it's too bad too, because I really like I really like the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the battles are are fun to play, but unless there's like a reason to to do them, like there's, I just don't. So I I went back to playing, uh, and asked ton of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes again because literally there's so much to do in that game. You could not have enough time in a day to get all the stuff done that you want to do. You know, you could essentially just keep playing it for almost as long as you wanted. You know. I mean, you got Eric and Eric and Corey now. There's a lot to do in that game, and there's just not that much stuff to do in Fire Emblem. Which is unfortunate because, as you said, this game is pretty good, and there yeah. has a lot of potential, but it gets yep. halted by the freemium stuff. Yeah, I think if they fi- if they figure out a way to uh, ha- just have some way to, that you can get more orbs in a day, I would I would be more than willing to play it a lot more. But there's just it, the trickle. It's it's frustrating it's too small yeah but i mean it just came out hopefully they can refine that a little bit and uh, another thing the the upgrading of your characters from four stars to five stars way too much Twenty thousand feathers and the feathers are really hard to come by too Mm -hmm. uh if i hadn't i got a gift from i I, intelligent systems i guess i don't know who uh of ten thousand uh, feathers. You need twenty thousand to upgrade a character from four stars to five stars. So now I only have tw- I have twelve thousand nine hundred and six. Like that's how slowly the feathers even come in. Yeah. So like even if I wanted to upgrade a character from four stars to five stars, I've got to wait and do all the the very slow uh, quests that you get uh, to get up to twenty thousand. And that yeah, you know, we- which Maybe those take one, a really long time. Once a month, like if I didn't have the ten thousand from the the gift or whatever, it would take forever. Mm-hmm. So it's annoying. Yeah, and like I said, it's really unfortunate because I want to play this a lot, but now it's starting to prevent me because I'm not leveling up because my characters suck. Yeah, I've got no good characters incoming, so I pretty much just wait to get orbs, and then from there, kind of play what I can. Yeah, it's too bad because it had a lot of potential. Has a lot of potential still. It's 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 young, I guess. Yeah, it could still uh, take off. Mm-hmm. Just give okay. me some characters, please. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But that's that's what I played. Uh, I'm gonna do Life is Strange next, I think. Yes. Um, like I said, I just bought that today. It was five bucks. I was like, why not? Five beans. I'm excited uh, to hear somebody's opinion. On yeah, this. I hope to be. I hope to be through that, and I want to play through it quickly. I want to hopefully 
have it beaten in like two or three days and then i can spend the rest of the the february on mad max i'm not sure it'll resonate with you dan why you were never a high school lesbian it's true he most <laughs> certainly was <laughs> <laughs> yeah before i well you know i could pick whatever gender i wanted obviously i was to say it's not I don't think you should be defining what a high school lesbian is for him, Corey. Yeah, how I, dare you? Sociopath. I do not choose to define anybody's anything anymore because you just don't. <laughs> it's just not what you do in 2017. Nope. <laughs> Nobody is anything. No. I'm offended right now, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, these microaggressions, guys. I gotta, I gotta take a break. <laughs> Microaggression. Yep. <sighs> anyway. Eric, what'd you play? Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and take credit for beating FIFA 17 because hey, well I done. have won the Division 1 title. Well done, boy. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> we're, trying, we're, we're trying to work our way up through pro clubs. That's uh, a struggle. Mm. That is a struggle because when you, put, you get playing against a team that has six user-played controls, there, yeah. Six user-controlled players, uh, as opposed to our usual three, sometimes four. It's it's really tough to be to beat a team like that. So we got booted from Division Two back down to three. But uh, Jeff and I did complete our task of co-op Division One championship. Well done. Thank you. Um, I also beat Last of Us Left Behind. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Really good stuff. Uh, I liked how they broke it up into like the action bit dealing with how Ellie was saving Joel. Yeah. And then her, her relationship with Riley was kind of a separate thing and it kind of broke up the, the action a little bit, which was nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it was fantastic. Last of Us was was great. Um, Let's see, I started Titanfall 2, which I was not overly excited for, but I actually really liked what I've played so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably about two hours in. I've been meaning to play more, but FIFA and Rocket League have really been keeping me from doing stuff, unfortunately. But yeah, Titanfall 2 is great. The The controls, it's they're so crisp. It just controls yeah. so well. Like the shooting is, is fantastic. It's some of the best mm-hmm. that I think I've ever played in a shooter. So. Who picked it? I'm not going to give Will any credit for that. I know you're not. You should be playing the other game on your list, though, anyway. Doom? You're probably right. No, not Doom. <laughs> Do me. Yeah. I know you're going to purposely not complete your four in February just so to not play Life is Strange. No, no, no. It's not purposely. I will play Life is Strange at some point. It will happen. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think uh, that's pretty much all I played. Just some more Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. Had a good week of unlocking characters on there. I got Count Dooku, Boba Fett, and Luminara Dooley. Unduli. Yeah, I think it's how you say your. I don't know. Yeah, I've been I've been working away at those three for a while, and I managed to get all of them in a day. Nice. So that was pretty great. I also got. Radio. I upgraded Talia, I think, uh-huh. and the Royal Guard. Okay. Um, their star level I upgraded, so 
It's been fun. I got a lot of characters to choose from now. It's it's good stuff. We just completed the tier three raid. This yeah, morning. I never. Yeah, I good job, I guys. Don't usually contribute <laughs> too awful much. I'm usually in last place for that. Sure. But. Well, I mean, like three of us are way our levels are a lot higher than right. everyone else. I think Corey's up there too, though. There's a good it. amount of people that are up there now. Yeah, I'm level seventy four, I think. Yeah, I'm. 69 i think there's a couple yeah. people that are 70 and 72 or something like that and then chris yeah. is 85 he's the highest yeah and then you're that's the maximum there. 56 yeah everybody's so. decent level i keep inviting everybody on my friends list because i just friend people every time i get the opportunity to add them as a friend yeah so I just invite i blanket invite everybody on my friends list uh-huh. i think actually one person did join Okay. Because I think there's one unaccounted for person in the in the guild. Nice. But feel free to join if you're looking for a mobile game. You like Star Wars. It's a good one. It's a good one. We yeah. have a good time. We tell a lot of jokes. Great we, one. It's like hanging out with friends. We all chat to each other. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't talk at all. No. But, <laughs> you guys no, but wanna... it, it's, it's, it's like it's a very easy to not spend money on and still have a lot of stuff to do. I have not spent a penny and I have yeah. not been bored. I now now when once you have everything unlocked like I spend a good 30 to 30 minutes to an hour just accomplishing all my daily yeah. tasks. Lots yeah. of content there. Yep. Uh I find the squad battles I mentioned this before the squad arena. Yeah. Thoroughly annoying. But yeah. other than that, I just sure. turn it on auto battle. I d- I hear you. And if there was no countdown in between, I'd probably yeah. be okay with that. Sure. Yeah. But the countdown timer in between is enough to piss me off. I just yeah, because what what I'll do is I'll turn it on and I'll put my phone down, and then like that's when I'll like I'll start feeding one of the twins a bottle. Yeah. And by the time they're done with the bottle, it'll be you know like twenty minutes later. So yeah. let's pick it up and, and do the, the but it, you know you're in a different situation. Like, I just I usually forget. at work. I yeah. forget to go back to it. Yeah, you know, and then I don't get my stuff. Yeah, I uh, always consider it part of my work day. Like one thing I have to get done while I'm at work, so that way I <laughs> I think of it that way. Sure. And I make sure like by the time I leave work that all my dailies are done in Star it's, Wars. It's usually the first thing I do when I get up mm-hmm. in the morning. Is I do everything except the squad battles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even then space... whether I get to those through the day is kind of a crapshoot. You didn't do the space ones yet, right? That's mm-hmm. 60. Yep. Space battles. Because that's another one you have to do daily once you uh, once you get there. But it's only one, luckily. Like the Galactic. No, it's like outer space battles with your ships. Right, but you like it goes on your, your daily mission, but it's only one battle. Yeah, yep. It's right. only one. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like you only have to do one in the Galactic War. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm a, for whatever reason, I just have horrible luck with the space ones. Though I don't know. I don't know what your experience with is with it is, Corey. But a lot of times, I'll pick someone that's like ten thousand points below me in the power level or whatever, and I still just get destroyed. I don't know why. I have not manually done a single fleet battle. Okay, I don't either. I I still sin it, but just leave it. I just get I get. Well, you have to get to like destroyed. rank five hundred before it really. I think it's five hundred. It might be even lower than that before it makes a difference in your rewards. So I'm just like I'm not even gonna bother. Oh. I'll just do it to I, get do the daily and slowly upgrade my ships. 
I think I'm like two rank two forty maybe. Oh, okay, so you actually do care. No, but I don't. Even, I, I said well, the thing about it though is even like when you get to that point, the difference is almost negligible. Like you get maybe a couple hundred more. Um, what do they call them? Fleet tokens. Yeah, yeah. And it's like no, you're right. In the grand scheme of things, is it really worth the effort to like be good at the fleet battles for an extra two hundred? No, I just found it curious that, like I said, my my level was so hot, so much higher than other people's, and yeah, I, I just get I get wiped out i don't have an answer for you is your capital ship sucky i don't know i haven't put any time into figuring out how that works sounds terrible (laughs) stop great game yeah the only game i'm playing that's that's it for me dan okay oh wait wait rocket league real quick oh yeah i okay reached (laughs) my highest rank yet today nice Uh, rising star division two uh, promptly got demoted back down <laughs> after Corey and I had a few rounds on Rocket League. We okay. won one of six games? Oh, yeah. And it was Brutal. The, the threesome that we won, right? Oh, no, we <laughs> yeah. did win one double, so no, we won we two. No, we came back because we were down 3 nothing. Yeah. Or no, they, they beat us in overtime? They did. It was a slow dribbler. No, I scored in overtime to win that one, remember? Did you? I stole the goal from the guy who was giving us shit in the, the three-way. Yes, that's right. And then we won the one right after, the doubles, after yeah. coming back from 3 nothing, and then we lost the rest. Okay. But I'll get back. Yep. That's Just it. let me know when you want to drop ranks again, and I'm, I'm ready to play. <laughs> Will, what do you yeah. have? Uh, nothing, really. Nothing, really. Pretty much been playing Fire Emblem and Clash Royale. If anybody's playing Clash Royale, join the clan that I started with some of my friends. It's called Thumbstick Athletes, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's a Thumbstick Athletes clan. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Is it sanctioned by the athletes? I don't, yeah. It's, uh, I don't recall ready. handing out an official uh, sanction paper. I mean, do, you, do I have to fill it out like clan name? Well, it has to be submitted. has to be submitted. It has to go through the official channels. needs the seal. Is Great American Youth okay? That's fine. Okay. <laughs> Perfect, actually. So that's the clan name. Just, uh, let's, let's do it. Clash Royale. Game of the year. What, did they come out last year, right? Yeah. Took yeah, us by storm for a couple days. Early last year. I like to think that that's what got... Eric and Dan to like mobile games, Corey. I'm gonna take credit. No, uh, it was Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, like, yeah. uh, you guys were gushing pretty hard for yeah Clash for Royale. like three days. Yeah, I didn't know days. any that, better, but that opened your guys' eyes to mobile gaming, and then you played Star Wars. I don't think I played another one other than Pokemon Go until Star Wars came out. Dan, Same. just let me have a moment. Same. Just want one moment. I, I wish I had the aggravated. clip ready of you guys talking about Clash Royale. I really liked it. I wish so I like, had or that you can clip. It was, cram that it was clip. Probably two weeks, I would say, that I really liked uh, it. Oh, it was the greatest game ever made, if I remember. No, that is not what I... I would <laughs> never say that, ever. Best mobile game. Best mobile game, maybe, at the time. I might have said that. It's a good mobile game. I don't know... No, my problem is the, the, the pay-to-win players going against the not-pay-to-win players. It's... 
Like, now, I had no chance. I'm not here to toot my own horn, but I have very rarely lost since I went back. That's good. That's how they I don't get know. you. They get you I in. Don't... They feed you the drug, and then they take it from you, and then you need it again. Well, I don't know if I'm just like, my mind is just on another level of intelligence. <laughs> That's probably it. It's got to be it. So, like, I might just be thinking the game at a higher level than everybody else. So. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That could be it. Um, or everybody's just gotten worse. I like to think that I'm just that much smarter. Yeah. But with that being said, I'm about to play around, so I'm done. What do you got, Corey? <laughs> nothing. Like I said, I, I played nothing oh, other right. than uh, Galaxy of Heroes and Rocket League, which we've already talked about both. Yep. So. Oh, Eric. Yeah. Very briefly, For mm-hmm. Honor. I know oh, you just did I the tutorial. For Honor. Yeah, so I only played the tutorial. Um, I did pick the Vikings, which I know is the same one that uh, that Will picked. Um, <clears throat> I was really hoping that Will and I could do some like two-on-two duels today, but uh, did that did not materialize. Um, but it was really cool. I, I enjoyed the tutorial. Like the the fights seem like they can be pretty strategic. Yeah. And and I'm I'm looking forward to trying that, even though I feel like I'm going to get my ass thoroughly kicked which yeah. is why i wanted will to, to be there to hold my hand <laughs> sure. i uh i had the thing sitting on the title screen the other day but i never ended up playing so it's good it's it's really cool um, yeah tight controls the some of the killing is really brutal like you have to push back like you have to gain territory basically and you push back enemy minion soldiers kind of thing you know you in titanfall what were the the ai called mm, i don't anyway, know bots. grunts yeah grunts. grunts it kind of reminded me of grunts like they're just there as kind of fodder for you to just swing your giant sword or axe through and just kill everything in its wake um but that's kind of how you gain territory is pushing them back uh so there's just like a lot of really cool brutal kills and it just controls really well so yeah. I, i'm looking forward to playing some more of it at some point um if will's ever available i know he's busy with school but would love to try some doubles yeah the i di- watched i watched a little bit on twitch it looks really surprisingly good yeah it's it's neat yeah it's a neat concept i don't i don't know if it has staying power right but Eric, the best times that I can play are Thursdays, usually, or Sunday. Yeah, just just let me just text me and if <laughs> you're free. And well, I know <laughs> I know that's asking a lot, but I now that I have my Fitbit, I'm gonna be answering nothing. <laughs> Christy's pretty good about letting me play whenever I want to. So huh? okay. Well, uh, we'll try. We gotta get some Halo Wars two in as well. Yeah, I, th- I think that'd be fun. Maybe I we'll think, make it. I think For Honor would be a blast to play, like two v two duels uh-huh. as the Vikings, and we'll give ourselves names. It'll be great. Polgar, Polgar. I'll probably just be Eric. Eric <laughs> yeah, that works. Eric with a K. Yep. Yeah, I'll just change to a K. Perfect. You know what I watched that's on Netflix the other day is uh, The Last King. It's a Norwegian film. Uh-huh. 
set in uh, ancient time. I think it's 1200 something. So like middle middle ages, I guess. Okay. Uh, but it's really good. It's it's Norwegian, so that it's in a different language and everything. But it's about these two warriors that uh, somehow get attached to the last king of Norway. Um, the real king is murdered, but right before he dies, he says that I have this son who I made while I was cheating on the queen. Kind of like a Game of Thronesy kind of thing, maybe. Yeah. Um, and they end up finding the kid, and they have to keep him alive, and it's really good. They spend a lot of time on skis, which I don't know how accurate that is, but, like, they're constantly running away from horses while they're on skis, and, like... I mean, I think skiing's, like, really old. Like, yeah. really old. Yeah, that's all they were. Old. They would just, like... They just had planks of wood. I mean, obviously, they were yeah. carved, like, they should be and everything, but that's all it was with, uh, like, rope, and they'd put their boots in, and then they'd just go. Yeah. It's really, really weird, entertaining. But the guy, um, speaking of Game of Thrones, what's his name? The the wildling there with the red beard. Oh, um... Tor- starts with a crap. T, right? Yeah, Tor... tor- I want to say Torbjorn. That's what I was going to say, but that's not tor- right. Torbjorn? Torgan? Turgan? Giant's Tur- Bane. Something Tur- Giant's Bane. Isn't that I'm weird? Out of the game- I'm out of the Game of Thrones, yeah. like, mentality, so... Yep. Anyway, he's in it. He's... Tormund. Um, Tormund. Yep. Speaking of movies, I forgot to mention this. Uh, based upon Corey's recommendation last week, I sat down to watch La La Land. Yeah. With the wife. And we hated it. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, That's we turned it off probably 30 minutes in. I was wondering because you didn't say anything. I was like, oh, I wonder if you It was it. so boring. I didn't think it was boring at all. Like... <sighs> If I watch a movie, like, it's got to make me think about something or feel something. Yeah. And I was just sitting there, like, people are just kind of dancing around, singing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely a different kind of movie than what we're used to. I mean, that kind of movie was obviously very popular back in the yeah. 40s and 50s. Um that's part of what I like so much about. Like I've watched all the old like Fred Astaire movies and, and Ginger Rogers and stuff like that. So that part of it appealed to me. But you're right. There's not really too much to think about. I kind of like the, the like ambition versus love theme. Um, that got me thinking a little bit. But other than that, I, I don't know. It's... I just I couldn't couldn't care about it. I guess you weren't not in, enthralled not by musicals. Ryan Gosling's talent. No. Hmm. He's so handsome, though. I He's not I even mean, that handsome. He's just. I mean, yeah. Sexy. Good, good at <laughs> piano and whatnot, but like. Sexy. I don't know. A lot of people are good at piano, I guess. It's yeah, but the the thing about him is, um, it's it's almost like a paradigm shift from what we're used to seeing out of our like AAA Hollywood stars. I'm I mean, not a movie guy either, so I. It's just I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll have to agree to disagree I, on this. Yeah, I, I tried. I get it. I totally get it why people wouldn't be into it, but I don't know. It's wasn't for me. Okay. Corey, did, you, did, we, did we cover yeah, you? Yeah, I'm done. You Nothing. Me? Okay. Uh, do we have what we didn't play? Um. Well, we talked oh. a little bit about For Honor, but Eric actually did play it. Uh, Sniper Elite 4 also came out. I don't know if anyone's looking at that. Yes. Looking yeah. at it, probably not going to bite until a, a, some sort of sale down the road. But I remember Sniper Elite 3, I won 
from GameSpot. Uh, one mm. a, a contest I just randomly entered, I think, on Twitter, and I won it. And uh, it was a really cool game, and I, I am definitely interested in Sniper Elite 4, and I've seen some really cool clips of some kills. Y- you remember how Mortal Kombat had, like, the x-ray kills? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sniper Elite does that with sniper kills, nice. and it's pretty fucking cool. I saw a, a blowed-up testicle today. <laughs> nice. Testy kill. Sure. Is that Ow. what it's called, a testy kill? That's what it's called now. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> testy kill i like that um and then i don't know if we mentioned it last week but neo nobody nobody has played neo yet oh so close to buying it today hey man it's reviewing real well i know believe me i know if i had the console i'd be buying it yeah i i am going to get it for sure yeah there's a very good chance i buy it this week at some point it's sitting at an 88 on open critic right now yeah, I've been listening to, um, I've, I've never really listened to Jim Sterling for whatever reason until recently, and he's uh, really been singing the praises, and it's, it sounds really cool how it's kind of like a mix of Dark Souls, but also has a lot of loot, and mm-hmm. uh, so kind of like a Diablo-y Dark Souls, which just sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also like that it seems a little more um, mission-driven. From what he was saying, instead of just figure it out. Open world exploration, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. It's highest rated game of the year so far on Open Critic. Yeah. Wow. Great. Okay. Anything else? No. Okay. All right. Let's get into feedback. Uh, the first one is from Miguel in Valencia. Says, "What's up, gentlemen?" Not much to say about gaming. I've been playing the same old games. It's been about a year since I first wrote in my feedback to TSA. I kind of wanted to bring back the first question I'd asked, but just a minor change. The question was, if you were to take a space journey and length of time would be 10 years, what three video games would you take with you? Keep in mind you have no access to online gaming. Now, I assume your choices haven't changed much, so I wanted to switch it up with what three movies with sequels or TV series would you guys take? Again, you have oh. no online access to watch any other TV shows or movies. That's all for me. Thanks again. Avenger out. Which TV Here. series? TV series and or movies. It's a good one. Three. It is a good one. Eric, we'll start with you. Yeah, I would definitely go with The Office for sure. Uh, I would probably go with... I had one. Oh, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> I, I know that sounds like a joke. It's not. <laughs> Love that show. And so I got my comedy. I got my drama. <sighs> what else? It's got to be another one. What's another show I like? Uh, the Office. I probably, office. I said The Office. Yeah, oh, no. it was the first the one. The Soprano. Damn it. No, Soprano sucks. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably go with another comedy. Probably either Sunny in Philadelphia or South Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, South Park's a good one because there's a lot there. Yeah, there's a shit ton. There's a lot of The Office, too. Yep. Um, as far as movies, I, like I said, I'm not a big movie guy, and I'd I'd rather just rewatch The Office over sure. and over than watch a movie. Yeah, I feel like TV shows have the advantage here because there's so many... 
like you know most shows have a ton of episodes or any of the good shows have a ton of episodes so you're looking at a lot more content than like two or three hours you know mm-hmm. well what do you got uh definitely the office probably friday night lights and it's a good one yeah I, it's one i always go back to um for a third one, I don't really know what other shows I hold up in a high regard as those two. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Friday Night Lights in there as my third. Uh huh. That's a great pick. Yeah, it's because that gives you the inspiration too. You know, like to maybe keep going. When yeah. You're out there in the great unknown. I like that, will. I don't know for a third one to be honest with you. Pretty okay. Little Liars. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Mom 2? I'm more of a Honey Boo Boo kind of guy, not Teen Catfish. Mom. Catfish. Um, I would take Game of Thrones, which I think was probably obvious. Uh, a lot of content there, too. Uh, Doctor Who would be my second choice, the oh, modern yeah. series that started in 2005. A lot of episodes there. I haven't seen the most recent, a lot of the most recent ones either, so <clears throat> I would take Doctor Who. Uh, I would take one movie with me, which would probably be Braveheart a long one too it's long it's good you know it's uh you know uplifting i guess kind of the ending sad but uplifting bittersweet ending Mm. i guess um just because i i feel like i would need to throw in a movie there i thought about tossing rudy in rudy yeah what about you Corey? i would definitely bring the simpsons along um a lot and of I, stuff there. Well, there is. There's 28 seasons, which I actually yeah. did the math. It's about nine days worth of TV <laughs> straight. Oh wow! So that would be good. And also, I am not a Simpsons guy. Like I haven't. I enjoy it, but I, I don't get any of the references because I haven't watched enough of it. Uh, yeah. So I feel like my 10 years would be well spent, like catching up on the Simpsons. So when sure. I come back, you know, I, I've got that ready to go. All the jokes and you know stuff like that. Um, I would pick probably something like South Park. You guys mentioned Friday Night Lights, and the the reason I would stay away from that is, depending on my situation on the the desert island, uh, it might make me long for relationships. You know, so if I had something like South Park, it would remind me of how awful people are, how stupid people are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I yeah. actually thought of the other show, and I knew there was one that I really liked that I couldn't remember, and it would be um, Seinfeld. That oh, would yeah. be a good one too. Yeah. Yep. Same yep. same concept there. Um, I maybe if I was being cute, I'd throw in one of the like survival TV shows just to help me out. You know, maybe Lost. learn something, try some stuff. Oh, yeah, that might be all right. As far as movies go, I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't do a movie unless I wanted yeah, to do I would like just a take... really close viewing of one. I would just take one movie. Maybe like. Uh, planet earth or something like that you know something to make me feel comfortable in my environs yeah but i can't even remember what i said for my video games do you guys remember <laughs> no skyrim I probably i'm sure we all said skyrim Final Fantasy six yeah the usual the usual aren't some of those like arc the lad games like 200 hours long there's a few like R- uh, like JRPGs from the PlayStation era that are super long. I think that's isn't that what Ark the Lad is from that yeah, era I don't know. with the. Hmm. I don't know. 
Good question, though. Okay. That is a good question. question. And Miguel will be assigned number one for the PC Games giveaway. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Next is from Amanda in Baltimore, who says, Hey, guys, I've been playing Stardew Valley based on your old podcast about the game. It's so easy to get sucked into that game and play and play one more day. I'm 45 hours in and I still haven't been past level 35 in the mines or upgraded my house. It's a great game to play to relax after work. Anyway, I bought a steam link about a month ago for 20 bucks. Have any of you guys had any experience with the steam link? I haven't tried it yet. Also, what's the deal with uh, steam trading cards? Thanks. Love the show. Amanda in Baltimore. Um, steam link. I don't have one. I will get one at some point. I wish I had been able to jump on the $20 uh, purchase price of one um, specifically to play because I have a lot of co-op games in my Steam library that would be a lot easier to play on the TV than it would be to play in front of my computer. Um, from what I gather, it works a lot better wired than wireless. Wireless performance can be hit or miss uh, streaming from your computer, so try to wire it if you can. Um, it also depends on the game you are playing. If you're using the Steam link to play Stardew yeah. Valley, I don't think you'll have any issue. Um, no, they a lot of the twitchier games, like some, you know, sometimes like first person shooters and stuff, don't work as well on that. Stardew Valley should work great because, yeah. like Corey said, it's it, you know, it's not a twitchy game. It's it's relaxing, and you you know, you move around even if you get a blip here and there, it's not going to throw deal. you off. And I'm also yeah. basing that on my experience with the in home streaming, which I imagine is based on a lot of the same software um, as the Steam Link. Yeah, I could be yeah, wrong probably. about that, but I'm sure the architecture behind it. Uh, is very similar, and I know just playing certain games here through that, um, like a game like Rocket League runs like crap. I'm not sure why, yeah. but for whatever reason, a game like Tales of Berseria ran fine. Yeah. So I don't know, but it did seem in general the the lower require uh, PC requirements seemed to run better. It might have to do with like latency, especially with like online play. You That's know? a good point too. Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of bottleneck there between the the stream that you're playing and uh, the actual online outside yeah. of your your home network. Yeah. Did you guys forget I have a Steam Link? I I, I, I did kind link. of forget. I I kind of forgot for a little bit there. Well, I was pro- gonna... problem is I only used it like once. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I tried to play Rocket League on it. And it was terrible. Yeah. I, I was just futzing around with it. I mean. Mm-hmm. I, Stardew Valley is always the game I think to myself that I want to use my Steam Link for. Is there controller yeah. support for that game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll test it out then and get back. That's that's the one game I always think that I would use it for. Yeah. Uh, Steam trading cards. Uh, Steam trading cards you get with by playing like certain games. They'll give you a bunch of cards. You can craft your use the cards. There's a bunch of different things you can do now. When I first started with Steam, it was just like you crafted badges with them. Now you can turn them into like gems and stuff. Uh, but generally, what I will, what I'll do is I will sell them in the marketplace for Steam Wallet credit. Uh, and if you a lot of times uh, sell, like especially if a new game comes out, you can sell them for a decent amount, like twenty to twenty five cents a card. Uh, I'll save up you know, five, six, seven bucks uh, just from selling a bunch of my Steam cards and, you know, apply that to a, to a game purchase. Uh, but yeah, you can use them to craft badges to, like, level up your Steam account. 
it doesn't really do anything as far as I know. It's but, gimmicky, but people are into it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, like I said, I like getting them because I like to just pawn them off in the Steam marketplace and and earn a few a few shekels here and there towards towards new game purchases. So, yep. I uh, what I do is I I like to still craft the badges every now and again, and I'll just yeah. see which ones I'm missing, and if any of my friends have them, I'll just send them a random trade request. Yeah. And most of the time, sometimes it's you guys. You just accept, yeah. like, without even thinking about it. And it's like, yeah, sure. hey, I got what I needed. Thanks, guys. A lot of times, too, like, if you have a favorite game that you want all the cards for, like, a lot of times they'll be seven or eight cents. And you could spend a dollar, get all the cards you want, and craft, you know, craft your badge. Yep. And you yeah. can also um, earn those. I think, like, up to a certain amount of hours played in a game, you can earn the cards, like, 10 hours. Yeah. Once you put in yep. 10 hours into the game, you've earned all the cards that way. But you also get, I forget what they call it, but it's just like random drops while you're logged in. But those are uh-huh. so few and far between that, like, there's really no, don't it's, count on that to get what yeah, you Yeah, I was going to say, it's not worth it to count on it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and that's from Amanda in Baltimore. Thanks, Amanda. Good to hear from number, you. Number two. Amanda gets number two. Okay. Uh... This is from Alex in Utah, who says, Hey, this is Sherman from Utah. I've been watching you guys for a couple of years now, and I love your content you post. I'm one of your downloads every week, and I thought I'd message you. So I know that Twitch is probably oversaturated with people streaming the four home beta, but I think it would be a good, oppor- good streaming, act- uh, streaming opportunity for you guys. Also, question, what in your opinion, what is in your opinion the worst thing about gaming this generation? Mine is day one DLC because they already have the content made it should come with the $60 game price. Anyway, thanks for keeping up all the hard work, and good luck with 4 in February. So that's Sherman in Utah. Um, was it 4 Honor he was talking about? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, the, yeah, 4 four Honor beta, yep. Um, our pro- The problem with us streaming is... Uh, I think Corey's the only one that like does it fairly regularly, right? I try to, at least yeah. once a week. Yeah, my my problem is is uh, I have to play video games like late at night, and at least at this point I have to be quiet because I'm upstairs in my one story house, so I don't want to wake up uh, the kids. But we're doing some remodeling down here in the basement, and our living space is going to be down here where my recording studio is now. Um, so at that point, I'll be able to stream, and yeah, be able to talk. And, and play games and, and interact with an audience. So hopefully at that point I can maybe try to do it once a week. I'd like to um, just for just for more more streaming content from us. But we'll yeah, see when we get there. Who and, knows how it's going to go? I think one of the things that help would help with with that like is having like a streaming show almost for us, like something yeah. we we plan to do something weekly. Specific. And there's there's something yeah. going on with it, you know, something specific that gives people a re- reason yep. to tune in. Because I just when I just turn a game on randomly, um, very rarely do I get very many of the podcast listeners to tune in. Sometimes I get random, yeah, sure. but um, yeah, I don't know. Eric and I did the big fruity Hearthstone extravaganza once or twice. <laughs> I think we did it twice. Twice. That's pretty good. Will and I yeah. were doing the uh, Final Fantasy Tactics with voices. That was pretty fun, but I had a technical glitch, and then that ended that. Sure. I've been doing the Saturday Night Lonely Hearts Club two weeks What's in a that? row. Saturday night. Most people are out partying. I'm lonely playing video games. <laughs> lonely Hearts Club. Can't go wrong okay. with that. 
Are you doing that this Saturday? Probably. Yeah. I'll be there to watch you. All right. Maybe I'll sit down to some Tales of Berseria. Yeah, there you go. Saturday, you say. What's today? Thursday. Thursday. <clears throat> oh, I could watch Saturday if you, or, or I, I could play something. I think. Then it's not Lonely Hearts anymore. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, if we should play For Honor. Uh, I'll probably be doing my homework while I watch Corey. For fuck's sake. You should be working on four in February, Will. I all right, get this. So I started Oxen Free and it was at eleven o'clock at night and I said, I'm gonna finish this too late, so I didn't end up playing it. Okay. Anywho, yeah. Uh, what, in our opinion, is the worst thing about gaming this generation? Gamers. <laughs> gamers. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty pretty annoyed one. with gamers. Um. Well, Al- yeah. Alex says day one DLC. Yeah. I'm gonna piggyback off of that and say season passes. How yeah. dare they try and sell you a season pass without telling you what's in it? in advance i don't like that it's one thing if they had like a specific plan and they could give you details on what that's going to be but you know you're asking they're they're asking you to take them on faith that what they what they make for you is going to be worth whatever they charge you know when you say like like specifically what's in it like I feel like they do that a fair amount. I guess, are you just looking for more detail? No, I mean, like, I, I think of when when they announced the Fallout 4 season pass, mm-hmm. they literally just said it's a Fallout 4 season pass. Like, no one had any idea what was in it. But they yeah, might I feel like one, other two. games do a little, have done a better job of letting you know what's going to be in it. I mean, I, I, I don't think The Division did when they sold the season pass. Deus right? Ex really didn't say too much. Yeah. I feel like it's the exception when they do tell you what's in it, other than like a name. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Pre-order. I still don't like it. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I wasn't. I don't think I was going to add anything. So go ahead, Corey. I was going to say the whole pre-order culture. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, I don't like that either. Painful. Sure. Especially Man. nowadays, where like at GameStop, there's no reason. The culture of uh, got to get my pre-order, got to get my pre-order. You know, especially when it's pointless. Yeah, maybe you know the switch. Well, I think is the exception to the rule. I don't. I mean, it, I guess it depends. Like, the reason I do it digitally is to have it preload. Like, if it's yeah. something I know that I'm gonna buy, then why wouldn't I just do it? Yeah, I, I'm in in the same boat a little bit with uh, because a lot of times I buy my games from Green Man Gaming. So if it's something I know I'm going to get and I see like, oh, it's, you know, 30 percent off, I'll buy it because I know I'm going to buy it anyway. Yeah. So I might as well get 30 percent off. Yeah, I, I guess that is different because you do get kind of a perk out of it. Being able yeah, to but that's preloaded. That, that's it. I don't like the pushing of, of pre-orders, you know, especially no. with uh, exclusive pre-order bonuses, this garbage or that garbage. You know, I never end up even caring what any of that stuff is and or whatever whole, game I happen to be playing. I mean, the the blind pre-orders, like the No Man's Sky stuff. Yeah. People just being so upset. It's like, well, if you had waited till you saw one review, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get yeah, the excitement, I mean... but... 
I don't know. I don't, I guess personally, I don't ever get upset that I've pre-ordered a game that I didn't like because. Yeah. I and I think that's, that's a little, that's different. on me. That's a little different from the norm. That that's because right, you where take I go res- back to gamers being the issue. Yeah, generation. I was just going to say that you take responsibility for your pre-ordering something. You know, a lot of people don't. They just pre-order whatever the hottest game is, and when it comes out and it isn't what they expected, then they send death threats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's different for you to accept the consequences of your actions, Eric. How dare you take responsibility for what you uh, did? Such a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, thanks for keeping up all the hard work, and good luck with four in February. Oh no, I thought of, just briefly. I thought of the most oh, offensive ahead. thing in gaming this generation, not including uh, charger in the three the new 3ds. That is by far the most offensive thing, maybe uh, ever in gaming. No, I disagree. Uh, the most offensive thing in gaming are the the gambling things. The um, oh yeah, the FIFA one that just got busted up. Uh, for the the guy that owned the website was misleading his followers on YouTube. Uh, he didn't disclose that he was he 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 was just supposedly you know using whatever the gambling site was, and it was the whole thing with Counter Strike Go too with the skins, the skin gambling. Well, you guys thought that's genius. No, it's <laughs> vile, <laughs> especially since a lot of the the. The people that watch that are probably underage minors, you know. I'm just trying to make a buck. Sheer and utter genius. <laughs> genius in an evil sort of way. That's that's a fairly offensive. What happened with FIFA? I guess I didn't hear about this. It, it was kind of the same thing as a Counter-Strike Go. I don't know how exactly it worked, but it was with Ultimate Team cards, I think, and they were uh-huh. gambling, and this guy was like a owner of whatever website he was using. Uh, but he didn't disclose that he he was like using it like he was just a user, uh, drawing attention to it through his YouTube channel, um, and not like I said disclosing that he was actually an owner of. Gotcha. It's it's it mirrors the Counter Strike Go thing almost exactly, but with FIFA. That's pretty pretty bad too. Okay. So that was from Sherman in Utah. Uh, this is from Cameron, who says, Hi, Thumbstick Athletes, long-time listener, just never got around to writing in. Since I started listening to you guys, I went from a crappy laptop to a home-built PC with a nice 1080. Yeah. You guys got a 30-year-old back into gaming, much to my girlfriend's frustration. Ah, I hear that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> my 4 in February are all games I have to finish. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Witcher 3, Blood and Wine DLC, Metro Last Light, and Mankind Divided. All these AAA titles were unplayable on my laptop. Played some Fire Emblem Mobile uh, and got a good team, but when you guys mentioned a guild in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, I decided that this was what I was going to join instead. Uh, As well as I recently finally quit Clash of Clans, so I was looking for a new mobile game. Clash Royale. Nope, Clash of Clans. No, you should play Clash Royale. Oh, no, no, no. Star yeah, Wars, for sure. Star Wars, yeah. Boo. Uh, send us your... How, is it friend ID? Like friend or friend number of some sort, wasn't yeah. it? Friend yeah, ID. it's on there. If, if you send it to either our email or our Facebook or whatever, uh, one of us will add you and then we'll invite you to the guild. Um, thanks for the great podcast. They fill my drive to work. And the banter on the Thummies episode was hilarious. Keep it up, Cameron. 
So thanks, Cameron. We got two new uh, feedback submitters this week. Very nice. Yeah. Um, so thanks, everybody. It's nice to have a uh, filled out feedback segment, too. Yes, you know? definitely. Rounding it off. Yeah. Uh, okay, Corey. Ready for the game drawing? I am ready for the game drawing. <clears throat> All right. So my favorite part of the episode. My favorite part, too. Gives me gives me something to look forward to in these long, drawn-out, boring podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Shitty podcast. I kid. I kid. No, I liked uh, Cameron's point about the thummies banter. I think yeah. what's nice about that is, uh, you know, we've, we've – three of us are brothers and Eric's an honorary brother, or at least has been part of the family for years. almost 30 years for, you know, Since third grade. Arguments. Yeah. So it's like, we don't really care too much about each other's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in a good way though, it's like, well, I yeah. don't have to worry about upsetting you because I'm going to see you yeah. in yeah. a week. Oh, you know, it's God. like, sure. So I think I'm very considerate of your guys' feelings. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my ass. <laughs> Name one time I haven't been. Uh, Life is a strange article today. Yeah, that was just rude. <laughs> that was troll. You were trolling. <laughs> You're right. All right, random number generator. Here we come. I think everybody got their games the, from the last three weeks, and I want to put on the website uh, a list of the winners and um, the game yeah. they got. I think yeah, it's definitely a fun thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. minimum is one, max is four. I'm going to push the generate button. We've got Miguel at number one, Amanda at number two, Sherman at number three, or Sherman! Hammerin at number four. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's American Pie, right? Absolutely. My favorite line in the movie. Here we go. Sherman, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and the winner is number four. Cameron. Cameron. Hey, Cameron. Congrats to Cameron. Now we're going to go through the list. Ho- find ho- hopefully name. it's something that he can take advantage of his GTX 1080 with. Oh, I'm sure I there's think... something in there. Nope. It's a lot of indie <laughs> games, but hopefully <laughs> it's something sucks. that's graphically intensive. Uh, maybe Gone Home. All right. We've got... Yeah, is that on there? Oh, yeah. 106. Nice. I will know. We've got one through 195 for the games. And the first one up is number 141, which is... Drumroll. Fear. Fear. Fear? Fear. That's I didn't know one, that right? was in the pool. Oh, I think I have that, actually. Decent. think about it. That's a decent, uh, that's a decent oh, game. Oh, Stalker. Stalker is the one game that I want to add to my Steam library. Number two. Okay, right. Feedback. Number 40. Which is Punch Club. That one has been up already. Didn't the first winner have Punch Club? I think so. Oh, no. You know what? I had that on my form February list. Maybe that's why I'm thinking about it. Uh, that you guys didn't pick. 105. Are you kidding me? Which is The Bridge. A very difficult. Oh, I played The Bridge. Very difficult puzzle platformer. Uh, I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Fourth right. game, 183, Metro, 2033. Oh, oh, this is a three-pack. Metro Ooh. 2033, Risen, and Sacred Citadel. Ooh, I'm not nice. sure how those, I think it's all one code, but 
I think back in the day, uh, this was a humble bundle game, and back then they were doing them like the bundle. Yeah, the as a group, bundle, rather than the individual game code. So that's a three pack. That's uh, Metro Twenty Thirty Three, Risen, and Sacred Citadel. Um, he's playing Last Light as one of his Born February games. Oh, there you go. If you haven't played it before, yeah. Or at the very least, you could gift it. You could gift all three games to, to somebody you know. Uh, and the last one. One, zero, six. Hey! Are you serious? Is the Gone Home. Gone with Home. The Gone Home game with the soundtrack. Wow. Yes. That's weird. That is <laughs> what weird. Are the, what are the odds? Well, one in 195. Cameron, you know which one to pick, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's a real tough decision. So the first game is Fear. The second game is Punch Club. Third game is The Bridge. Fourth game is the three-pack of Metro 2033, Risen, and Sacred Citadel. And the last one is Gone Home with the soundtrack. So let us know which game you want, Cameron, or you want to give to a friend. and We'll get it over to you as soon as possible. What's Sacred Citadel? I'm not familiar with that one. It's a ARPG. Oh, okay. I think I played Sacred Gold or something. I think I played with you or Will, Dan. Wasn't me. Do you remember playing Sacred Will? Mm, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's like an ARPG, right? Yep. We played it for like an hour. I want to say. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else? Next week. Next week topic there's nothing coming out right uh halo wars 2 yeah you, you want to do halo wars 2 as a topic uh no no uh, i would uh, lean towards for honor yeah i'm, I'm, more to do li- for I'm more likely to play that okay will do you think you're gonna get any time for honor very mm-hmm. little probably all right well We'll we'll keep it up in the air. Let's, For let's Honor is it. tentative for now. Uh, day next week, real quick. Thursday, Corey. Uh, yeah, yeah, that works for me. You're okay, Thursday. so far, yeah. Okay, Eric, do you know? I don't off the top of my head, but I okay. want to say Thursday's okay. Okay, perfect. I know Thursdays work for Will. Mm-hmm. Thursdays work for me. Uh, so that's tentative for now. Uh. That'll do it for episode 291 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.